Anybody try to suck in a cough yet? Not let it out? Nope. So nobody looks at you weird? I, I, I have no urge to cough, thankfully. Never? Like, I feel like even when I don't have a cold or anything, every now and then I get like a little, like, you know, a little piece of dust comes in. I'm just like, <clears throat> you know, keep it moving. <laughs> no. <clears throat> I, that I know. Maybe I do it like, sub- like without realizing I'm doing it. Yeah. I haven't gotten any weird looks and I'm, you know, being Asian and coughing and it's not, not good right now. <laughs> But now I'm like, man, I don't want anybody to think I, like all, all of a sudden people start pushing away from you. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. I do have a little bit of a cough, uh, but I'm 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 sure that it, I'm not sure, can't be 100 percent sure, but I'm fairly sure it's not the not the Rona. But uh, uh, I am dealing with it, and it's fine. I don't mind what I have, which is why I think it's not the Rona. No fever, no, nothing like that. Just you know, every now and then I get a cough, like like Tori Amos called a light sneeze. Sometimes I catch a light cough. <laughs> <laughs> um. Let's see what else. Uh, but plus, you know, the dust and all that shit. How was your guys' Easter? Um, it was actually pretty good. We did a. Uh, um, Kelly made some banana bread, mm. which is also called. Nana. Please let those bananas get too mushy to, <laughs> to eat. Because I love banana bread. Right. So um, while Bobby was sharing his his um, smorgasbord of food with, I guess I'm outside the delivery radius for Easter breakfast. Yeah, um, yeah unfortunately, it's, it's only it's fine. It's fine. Um, uh, we uh, we started playing uh, uh, some games with the kids. We played Uno, um, right. which which I have this. Hmm, we call it the Pinkerton rules, but it's this modified version of Uno that I started like when I was in middle school. We'd play like I think we played with two or three decks, and literally like it wasn't a sanctioned school event, but it was like oh, it's break or whatever, and we're not allowed to go outside. So like, fifteen, twenty people will be playing Uno, but it's like instead of um like let's say the the card. You guys understand the concept of the game Uno, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So instead of so say say there's a green four, the mm. two cards you can play is a four of any color, or a green, or a green of any number, or one of the you wilds. know wilds or whatever. The way I, the the game we play is if it's a green four, you can play a green four, but you can also play any other color four along with that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. How was that work? And the other thing is if somebody lays down like a draw four on you, if you have a draw four, you can lay down a draw four, and it stacks to the next person. Yeah. I, so I, if I, they don't have a draw – I had to draw 16 the other day. Oh, wow. I, I think – It's a fun modification. Everybody plays with house rules. I don't think anyone plays Uno properly. Uh, I, so think I, I think I play it properly. I think. I, well, of course you do. But um, <laughs> <laughs> Bobby got mad playing um, – Whatever cards with friends or whatever because there nobody wins. Um, oh, uh, card, cards against humanity. Against or humanity or whatever. <laughs> so, uh, I will say Brian Brink was over one weekend when we were playing that and he got very aggravated at my my bonus rules. And I've yet to get my family to play Monopoly with me because they're all scared. Well, you do, do you play park um, the free parking all that? Honestly, I don't know. It's that's not it. It's that I'm just a vicious monster when it comes to playing Monopoly. Yeah, I'm I'm down to give it a whirl, but I, I'm I'm not. I don't play with that shit. Like I don't. Like there's no free parking. Is just a free turn. There's no bonus to landing there. Nothing goes in the middle. Oh, the pot in the middle. I, yeah. I've played that way with different people, and I take it or leave it. Honestly, gotcha. Listen, I'm making so much money. It doesn't. I don't need your. I don't need. Your, <laughs> I don't need your pity money when we turn the corner. 
Nobody wants to see me at Monopoly. I'm just being honest. Hey, I'm down. To, I'm down to play. I'm down to Bobby, play. Bobby, me and you need it. Listen, for the sake of the community, we need to remain friends. <laughs> so I think you and I playing Monopoly will be a last ditch effort for entertainment. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. Um, but and, uh, just real quick to yeah. finish up, we uh, uh, <laughs> we played Jenga too, which I've played Jenga in years. Nice. That's a that's a mind uh, rattling game. And then um, Kelly had got these eggs. They were like. It's like a real eggshell, like three quarters of a real eggshell. Then they filled them with confetti and like taped a, like taped a cap on the end of it. Oh, that's how you make soap bombs back in the day. You did what now? That's how you make soap bombs back in the day. Well, this was basically a glitter bomb. So we hit them for the kids, didn't tell them what they were, and then started throwing them at them, and that was that was a lot of fun. And played wiffle ball and just a bunch of goofing off. It, it was nice. a, it was a fun day. We yeah, had a good awesome. day. Made the best of it. That's what awesome. about you guys? Why don't you go ahead, Joe? I'm sure yours is going to be quite short. Yes, I I got surprised uh, fucking French toast from Bobby. Mm-hmm. He was like, "Open the garage door." I'm like, uh, "Okay." I was, I was going to ask. Tell me, tell me about this. Tell, give me the logistics. Let's make the peanut butter sandwich of how this French toast gets to Joe's house. So we were making breakfast, and it was actually fucking fantastic because we had the music going. We had uh, everybody had a little job, so it was it was great. <coughs> Excuse me, Rona. And we were making the French toast, and Jaina was like, we should take some to Uncle Dolphin. And I was like, I think he's working, but let me check. And he checked, and he's like, he's home. And I was like, all right, let's package it up. And then I had a logistic talk with Laura. I was like, what's an appropriate amount? of?" Fr-? So here's a quick question. Chris, what is an appropriate amount, uh, amount of French toast to send to people, theoretically, to uh, adults that are eating? Um... I mean, I, also depends I, on the. Book. I'd say I'd say two a total of for 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 them two. I would say four pieces would have been the. I'm sending you some food you didn't ask for in the hopes you're going to eat it, but I'm not sending you so much that I'm going to go hungry. Okay, <laughs> so I think I think I, I'm on board with you. I think that that is the minimum. I think that uh, that that two like a total of four is the minimum, and I think that a total of eight should be the maximum. Okay. And then I, I, so that's how I viewed this thing. And I was like, well, let's send six. That's enough for three each. Or Joe could say, look, I'm having four and you get two or whatever. No, exactly. That, that's, <clears> yes. <throat> that's on, that's on course. Okay. That's not happened. So uh, then we put it on a paper plate. We wrapped the paper plate in tin foil. And then Jaina and Selena took it down the street. Joe opened the garage door. We left it on the steps in his garage. And then Jaina and Selena came back to the house. There you go. They knocked on the door and then I went out. There was nobody there. And then I thought play. I, I was. I thought he was bringing back the uh, the playhouse Kai. The, I was uh, counting on that. I was counting on that. So I was like, "What is this?" And then I picked it up. It was warm. I'm like, "Oh, is it cookies?" And then I opened up. It was French toast. And I lost motherfucking <laughs> French toast. I was. That's like the. It was like it was my birthday, but it's not. <laughs> it's Jesus's second birthday, apparently. <laughs> That's a um, fact. Yeah. So I was like, look, Krista, look look what I got. She was like, what, you got French toast? I'm like, yep, I got French toast. And I sat there and I ate all six pieces. <laughs> well, uh, as long as she knows that there was some intended for her to have some if she wanted some. <laughs> I didn't. Yeah, I'm, I, I don't know what she assumed. I didn't really care. <laughs> okay. I got French toast. <clears throat> uh, how, else, how else did you spend your day? Me? Mm-hmm. Just pl- pl- dude, that, that's my entirety of my note. We get Final Fantasy VII. 
I if you I would just gush about that shit for like two hours if you let me. I've been trying to check in on you, making sure that you're using the bathroom appropriately, that you're eating meals appropriately, that you're not dehydrated. How are you maintaining? Um, great. I feel like I'm in high school again. I just laying in one spot all day playing Final Fantasy VII and like reaching over to like grab handfuls of chips and Mountain Dew. <laughs> It's dude. Come out. Fucking sixteen again. Everybody else comes out of the quarantine a certain way, and they're like, "Joe, your quarantine must have been really rough." And you're like, "No, (laughs) no, no. I was actually going to work. This was a Final Fantasy situation." (laughs) Dude, I dude, I when I when I booted up the first the first day, I teared the fuck up. I like, I don't know, something about that game. Maybe it's just nostalgia. I I don't know, but like, but so like the opening, they really similar. They didn't remake remake it like scene for scene from the original uh-huh. which they've shown before like a tech demo of like how they could update the graphics so like they've, we've seen what it looked like <laughs> right but so they changed it up enough just to make it um interesting but then like you know the music starts real slow and then it gets into it and then the title screen pops and then the beat drops and like i dude i started tearing the fuck up uncontrollably <laughs> that's a beautiful thing though you know you're not the first person to tell me that i was talking to somebody else and it may be, I think maybe it's an age thing. I think by the time that game was out, I was like not interested in it because I've never played it, never seen it probably. Um, but I know some people that are more your age that are like, yeah, this is, you know, fucking 23 years later. It's just like my reliving my childhood in HD. Yeah. And it's, dude, it's, it, I mean, this is my Star Wars, Bobby, but I think, I think the Final Fantasy is my Star Wars yeah. for you. And it, it's, and I think I think it's something something that hits you like deep. I I, I can't even explain <clears throat> emotionally. I think I was always a little confused about the whole Final Fantasy vibe because, you know, I remember when Final Fantasy came out for like what the Super Nintendo and mm-hmm. it was like, you know, Final Fantasy two. It was an RPG game, right? And then this comes out and it's seven and. I don't know. I was just super confused. I guess <laughs> this, is still, this, is, this is still an RPG. It's an action RPG. It doesn't play like a hack and slash. It's hard to explain. It's like a as a hybrid game. But like they they they've kept everything so far and have added a lot of stuff, which makes it even better. Well, mostly yeah. like one thing that I'm I'm iffy about, but I have no complaints. And also, this is only part one of at least like three of. Them. I, I I don't know when part two is going to come out. Three upcoming games. Yeah, be, because wow. the original game is so fucking large. This is like just the first section of the of the whole whole story. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah. Hmm. I, I don't guess I realized it was it was so big. Yeah, it's it's, it's you. I mean, the first, what the game at the time on the PS One is three discs. Wow. Oh wow! So it's like. It's eight, going to play it's like, it and it says insert disc two. And then that's like and then insert disc three. That's like eight megabytes, right? Some, something like that. <laughs> Hundreds of hours of that. <clears throat> yeah. Well, I mean, but I mean, totally fulfilled, though. I mean, no, no regret. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, that's I'm, awesome. I'm that's awesome. still playing it. I'm like, I'm only like, I'm not sure if I'm halfway through it. I'm like, not running. You know how when you play games a lot of times, especially open world games, you're just running from place to place? I'm, I'm like walking. Like, I'm just walking and looking around, like living in the world. Everywhere I went after that, I was running. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, this, the, the original game changed my life, man. Like, I, I think I'm here because of that game. I mean, but that's a beautiful thing. 
Like, it's nothing, there's nothing better than to have, like, your thing, have a modern take on it, and it's fucking fulfilling. Yeah, and I mean, like, well, everyone's worried that it was going to be, you know, it can't live up to the hype, but I, I think it did. I mean, the, the reviews and scores show it. How long and has this been in development? Uh, dude, they announced that shit in 2015. And really? they've already worked on it before that. So, like, it's late. It came out like at least two years later. But you know what, Joe? You know, come out. You know what, Joe? Mm. It came out at just the right time. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, um, the only people complaining about it are like people who once, like, dude, I'm living your life, Bobby. It's like Star Wars. <laughs> people are like, it's too different, and then people are like, it's too much of the same. I'm like, yeah. <sighs> I know it well. well. What do you want? <laughs> I know it well. But that's only like like five percent, I think, of the people. Yeah, it's so. Uh, I mean, I've, I I got into a conversation recently with somebody about it, and like, you know, it's just so so funny. Like, we just that me and this individual just felt the exact opposite way of one another in regards to uh, the sequel trilogy. You know, like, like it was like it, it was it was like looking in a mirror. Like this person thinks nine is the greatest thing to ever happen to Star Wars, and seven is fine, and eight is a big misstep. Doesn't hate any of it, you know what I mean? But just yeah, yeah. And then I, on the other hand, feel the same way that nine is a huge misstep. That eight is one of the greatest things that ever happened to Star Wars, and the seven is fine. <laughs> you know, like it was like yep. looking in the mirror. <clears throat> um, and yeah, other than that, just being eating a shit ton of cereal. Well, uh, any new any new boxes this week? Uh, I this morning I've already eaten uh, Frosted Flakes, Honey Bunches of Oats, and Apple Jacks. Wow! Oh, yeah. out of out of the little boxes. No, I had full bowls. I've had about like three gallon, uh, three quarter gallon <laughs> of milk today. Dude, that's <laughs> I'm that's, being fucking horrible. Dude, are you? I mean, you're still working out, right? Yeah, 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 I'm just like, yeah, I'm just slipping, falling. Can't, Can't get, get up. up. <laughs> <laughs> you don't slip. Um, got to get up. So, let me tell you a little bit about my Easter, uh, and then we'll do Rona Roms, and then we'll do Nerd Weeks. So, yep. um, we have homemade bagels and all this shit for breakfast. Yeah, what the fuck is homemade bagels? So, like, yeah, I don't know what a bagel is. It, I'm like, mm, <laughs> questionable. Yeah. So, uh, like, Laura made the dough from scratch, like, water, yeast, bread, you know what I mean, uh, flour, rather, like, the whole bit, and uh, then, like... Bobby, I, I, I'm going to let you finish, but was it water from New York? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> then, they're, then they're trash. Yeah, no, I know, good point. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, of course. And then we, we put them in a, um, like, in a pot, and you, like, cook them in this water with honey and all this, and then you take them out, and then you bake them, and there's, like, a whole process to it, but um, they were delicious. I had a breakfast sandwich on it. It was outstanding. Um a couple of funny things though along the way, like we they had their Easter baskets, you know, like the Easter bunny in my house is like, oh, he's a bit of a prankster. So like, there's like clues left all around the house for them to like find their gifts. Um, and one of their gifts was this game called like Shark Attack or something. It's like you fish for these fish inside the shark's mouth, and then the shark's mouth is spring activated, and after you pull a certain amount of fish, it'll pop up and clamp onto your fishing rod. Um. Which was a fun enough game. But then we played this game called, uh, it was like Chicken Count, Don't Count Your Chickens or something like that. <clears throat> Before the Hatch. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, that's the that's where it's, where it's from. But I know, I yeah, but like, so so here's the thing about it. It's, it's made by this, by this woman, Peggy Brown. 
uh, her face is on the back of the box as as all humble creators are and she has this this one it's like a, it's called like a non-competitive it's not non-competitive it's i can't forget the name of it but basically like everybody wins or loses so like i'm a little irritated <laughs> because of the, already. <laughs> already um but then like uh, Jaina says she's like, look at her. So Peggy is a healthy gal. Um, <clears throat> ironically, she's a larger, she's a plus size woman, and uh, they're not enjoying the game. And uh, and Jaina says, looks like she made her way out of the pig pen. And I was like, oh my god, <laughs> that's fucked up and good. Um, <clears throat> Uh, you know, good joke. Um, but there was other there was other things that happened. Let me see. We, we then we made homemade pizza the same night. Well, we we had the sauce from our jar, but um, like we used leftover dough and the whole bit, and it was nice. It was good. We had a really good day. Um, I wanted to say that uh, I wanted to shout out for one uh, passive bear on Twitter. He wants Joe to start doing a DSA instead of a PSA, so that they are dolphin uh, service announcements. <laughs> and and I have one today, but I'm going to hold off on it. Um, and then I'm trying to think if there's anything else like that we did. I, I took a nap, I think, because I ate. I, so I ate for breakfast. I had like four pancakes, little ones, like little circles, not like massive pancakes. Um, like the kind that you would get at a buffet, like that size shape. You know what I mean? Trash. Like, pancakes? That's like Yeah. Yeah. So I had like four of those and then the breakfast sandwich. And then I had an extra bagel, which is like. More bread that I've ever eaten in one sitting since in, in 2020. Uh, and maybe the latter part of 2019. And dude, I felt great. You know, people are like, at the, you know, they eat healthy and then they eat like shit. And they're like, oh, I feel terrible. No, I felt great. I felt fantastic. But I was tired as fuck. Like, I just sat there and I was like, I'm not going to make it. And before you knew it, like, I fell asleep at like 11 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> and I woke back up at like 1. And I, so I was like, what's going on? Like, um, I was just like, you know, literally in a food coma. And then we had the, you know, the pizza at night and we took some walks and stuff and it was good. It was a good day. The grandparents stopped by and visited, uh, her, Laura's parents, not mine, obviously. And they waited, uh, down, oh, obviously. <clears throat> you know, the vibes. So they, they waited down by the mailbox and my kids opened their gifts on the fucking porch, which is a weird dynamic to wait, look and see, or look and watch rather. Um, and I think that's that's pretty much it for our Easter. You know, uh, the, the Easter Bunny. Oh, here's one other funny thing. So, like, Jaina was like, look, I got a question about the Easter Bunny. Is it a large bunny that's man-sized? Is it a bunny that's normal bunny size? Or is it a man in a bunny suit? <laughs> <clears throat> and, I was, and, I, and, I was like, and I was like, which one do you not want it to be? She was like, a man in a bunny suit. So there's this thing, right? Um, my kids are upstairs, so I'm being quiet. But there's this thing where like, you can like take a picture and add the Easter bunny into it. So like, I did it for Selena because she's like on the age of like, is this shit real? Um, and showed her. So, like The Easter bunny was like in my basement putting the basket on the shelf. And um, so I showed it to Selena. And then Jana said, let me see it. And Jana looked at it and said, oh, my God. It's a man in a bunny suit. I knew it. <laughs> um, <clears throat> then um, I think that was, I think that was all I had. It's Jesus in the bunny suit, right? It's pronounced Jesus. Jesus. So, oh my god! 
but it was good it was good it was uh, anyone do jesus stuff on easter anymore or no well you know we're not a super religious family like we just i mean i'm down to talk about it if the kids ever want to talk about it but you know we kind of just uh, when did, we all know jada doesn't like jesus so yeah jana's not into him um which is fucking strange and uh i think leah's leah digs him and, Sel- and selena's like yeah it seems like seems fine but like you know we don't really get into it too heavy which i'm down to i'm down to have that discussion with them but they don't really you know what i mean they'd rather talk about uh you know a dark stalker and icicle and all these dragons that i'm picking up their names of none of which have as cool names as briog or fucking gorbash i'll let you know that as well um <clears throat> but i think that's it uh oh but anyway that, the, yeah the, so we did all the tricks and shit i re- re- videotaped it then we have like the easter egg hide like inside the house with the hard-boiled eggs and then we had the hunt outside the house like easter's kind of a fun day like it's kind of a fun day here um okay so let's do our rona romps uh joe how was your rona romp we'll go opposite uh well i had hmm, i guess direct contact with a few positive patients so were you were you in any protective measures wearing any protective measures? just fucking gloves and and goddamn surgical mask they the motherfucker one of them got discharged because he was fine like he's tested positive but like he's one of those like a mild mm-hmm. case. so like instead of any kind of procedure they just discharged him so <clears throat> he just came to up to the counter to to, to pick up his meds i'm like Okay then, and I, I like I knew because I looked on the meds list and I looked at his uh, records. So I'm like, well, that's fun. And then had another motherfucker in my other job came in, not wearing any kind of fucking protective gear, just uh, shopping and buying stuff. And and uh, at at the end, as he was checking out, making small talk, he was like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I had it. I was tested positive a few weeks ago. I feel I feel fine. I'm like, okay. I wonder, man, like, I, I really wish we could have got the test up and running a lot faster. Because I do wonder how many people are presenting mild to no symptoms. I mean, right. I mean, that 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 is the main problem, really, is that people are presenting with mild to no symptoms. Those are the ones who's really spreading it. Right. But I'm just curious, like, you know, so like, because it affects the numbers, right? So if this thing has like a... <clears throat> I don't know, whatever they, whatever it is that week, a 3.5% mortality rate, but that's only the people that are going in and getting tested and getting treatment or whatever the case may be. But when you compare those numbers, like if, if, if the numbers are far higher, cause a lot of us aren't showing symptoms or, um, or, or the symptoms are mild enough where you would never seek medical treatment. You know, I wonder, you know, it, it would, it would change the dynamics of how we view this thing. Possibly. I mean, I mean it's, 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 it's impossible to it's impossible to like tell. I mean, even even the flu, you know, <clears throat> and right. we get a shit every year, and we can't never fucking tell how many right. people have. Right. You know, my boss was more serious. My boss was with me in New York in the second week of January, and he caught something that wasn't the flu and wasn't strep throat, but he felt like shit for a week, and it went away. But he's a healthy person in his twenties. Right. Right. You know? Yeah. I mean, I just, I wonder, like, you know, you hear about all these people like, man, I had this fucking wicked ass cough, like, you know, in December or whatever, you know what I mean? And it's like, yeah, you know, I do wonder, like, I don't know, because some of this shit, man, like, obviously, you know, the, the the bad situations are what they are, right? And there's no, you know, there's no overcoming that. Um, Right. But like, 
I do I the fear level of like the normal American citizen. I wonder how justified it is. I mean, if you look at the amount of deaths we have and or hospitalizations we have, it's it's justified. <sighs> Well, that that's my point, Joe. Is is it justified? Is is it justified if the number is five percent? Maybe. If is it justified if it's point zero zero three percent? No, I mean the 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 rate doesn't even matter if you look at the quantity. <clears throat> you know, even even if the rate is low, like they still people are still dying in the hundreds. Right, but the you know, like it, 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 uh, I don't know. Let me ask this: like, like the overall number does matter. Like if the for sure are are you know inundated and the death rate is only 0.5% like the hospitals are still inundated it doesn't matter but i mean hospitals are inundated like new york is a specific beast right yeah but the hospitals are inundated all year long hospitals run out of beds all year long commonly every day every single day right I don't, yeah but i don't know if it's the same like same you know what i mean I, well, that's well. That's what I'm asking, though. Like, <clears throat> let's say that nobody knew, and I'm just for the sake of discussion, right? That nobody knew this thing was coming. That it wasn't a thing. How would how would it how would we react to it? What do you mean? Like, the reason why everything is locked down is because we know there's this thing called the coronavirus that's coming over and causing an upper respiratory infection in is severe for the elderly, severe people with compromised immune systems or some significant medical history, et cetera, et cetera. So we know it's coming and we take precautions because we know it's coming. But what does life look like? Have we not known it was coming? And do we, do we even notice it? Or does it just mean like, God bless man, the fucking flu is fucked this year. Well, it would be, I mean, noticeable. There's no way these numbers aren't noticeable. So like New York aside, like Maryland hasn't exhausted their beds, and no. we were and we were expected to. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm I'm just curious. The thing that's getting me is people are posting like whatever county they live in or the state they live in. There's only this many. Well, there's only it's point one percent of the population has it in some you know rural state in the Midwest. Yeah, that's because we're mitigating. And um, things are working. Don't bash what we're doing because right. th- that's the problem. People are like, so yeah. But like you said, Bobby, if we didn't know what was coming and we didn't do any kind of preparation, we would have. I mean, look what what basically what happened in Wuhan, right? That's what would have happened, right? But but what you're saying is like the nursing home that got all fucked up. That's four miles from my fucking house. Somebody would have noticed that. Yeah. How many? Right, because that doesn't fucking happen on, on Tuesday. How many die? How many die from a nursing home during flu season? Average, like you know, I, like I'm curious about that now. Well, everyone gets flu shots. I would imagine it's pretty mandatory in, in an environment like that that everyone has a flu shot. No, I, right, I, I, work, I work in old people community. Like everyone gets flu shots. Right, but that that doesn't change my question though. Well, I mean, the, the death rate is not the same. I mean, I'm, you can, look, you can pull up the death so, rate numbers. Well, that's what I'm curious of. Is, is like, and I'm not suggesting that it's the same, but I am like, just because there's a flu shot doesn't mean you don't get the fucking flu. Uh, it mitigates it by a lot. It significantly cuts down on hospitalizations and deaths. Uh, right, but that's an that's an X factor, right? Because you don't know what it would be without. Mm, 
I guess. Right. It's the same. It's just like it's like the death penalty, right? Like the death penalty is in Texas, so the 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 violent crime rate is this, and it's it's this because the death rate the death penalty is in place. Well, maybe. But if you took the – we don't know because you can't take the death penalty out of play and, and compare those numbers, right? Let's look. You know, it's funny. I just Googled this, and the first thing that comes up is an article – well, not the first, one of the first things that comes up. Basically, an article about how easy it is for uh, the um, influenza, the common flu, to get passed around a nursing home because of, guess what, all the reasons we're mitigating where we are now. Um. Which means in eighty percent of seasonal flu deaths occur in people sixty-five and older, from the CDC, and this is information from about a year ago. Right. So I I, I don't have a good answer for you, Bobby, and and I don't know who does. Yeah, and, but, and I'm not even looking for one necessarily. I'm just talking with my buddies about it, like because it's something that's going through my mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like I, I'm just curious now. Like, I mean, do you think? I guess we're just talking about our country specifically, right? Well, it's, it's only because it's all I know. I'm really just talking about yeah, my I mean, state. Yeah, I just, I'm just thinking about like shit that you know what's happening, what happened in Italy. Like, you think that's noticeable? I, I don't know. <clears throat> I can't tell you because I don't know shit about it. But I, I do know that like our hosp- like hospital beds run out. On I, I, a close friend of mine works in a hospital. Hospital beds run out. Every day, usually, like in, in, in any sort of populized area, they run out every day, usually multiple times a day. And they're not running out at all. So, like, Here yet. Here yet. Well, I mean, we're heading into our higher numbers. Our, our numbers aren't even anywhere near as high as projected in Maryland. Now we are taking these precautions, right? But the, that's the, because it's working. But the but these projected numbers were with it working. They were they, the numbers are only projected on the social distancing. They're not projected for non-social distancing, like this specific state of Washington test or whatever. It was all mm. built around the idea that we'd be locked down. I think until August. Mm. And the numbers are far higher on the projections, and they are for Maryland than they are for in reality. Like I think uh, our highest peak was initially initially supposed to be like 50 some deaths a day. No, no, no. I think it was, it was like 138 deaths and now it's down to like 50. And I think it just got dropped down to 30. Hold on. Let me check. But like uh, the, the, the more recent looks at it, like are, are much closer but they were like 50, 40, whatever. But then like just the other day, they had it projected for 25 deaths, I think, like April 10th. And our number, our actual number was 29. So like it's pretty accurate. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but um, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. You know what's – I mean the main thing that's changing it is the wind of God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, like the, the, it, it doesn't – People like that existing doesn't surprise me, but pe- like the peop- the amount of people that follows these people is what surprises me. Yeah, my great grandmother, God bless her soul, she died in the eighties. She sent Jimmy Swagger twenty dollars every time she got her money. Yeah, you told me that. That's crazy, man. Like I don't understand. Those are the people I don't understand. I'll tell you. Uh, I guess we're did we? <laughs> I guess we moved into the the runner romp. 
I, I deal with a guy pretty regular through work who is Portuguese by descent and by birth. Uh, he's been here for you know 50 years or so, but he travels back to Portugal. He called me about a business matter, and I was just you know bullshitting with him, asking him how his mom was, because I know I think his mom had had her like 90 or 100th birthday, and he had traveled over there last year for that. He told me that he was in Portugal when Trump made the the declaration that they're closing, they need everybody back home. It cost him $1,600 to get back. Wow. On on top of the flight he had booked. But I was looking, it made me think, I'm like, I haven't heard anyone mention Portugal. And like, <clears throat> they're nothing. I mean, it's inconsequential. They're, they're predicting 500 deaths in the whole country. I'm yeah, just, it, but, a lot of countries are fine. But nobody has mentioned Portugal. It's strange. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I like, I, I, the numbers are interesting. The numbers are always interesting to me. You know, and I think it's because it's like a, it's, read them really well. it's like a foreign language. You know, like it's, it's like it's like a, it's like I'm looking at abstract art. Um, but what is like I, I'm I'm raising these questions in a, in no way trying to say it's not a big deal or that's not my intention at all. I'm just curious if or so let's say our hospitals are running out of beds multiple times a day because people are going to the hospital for you know um, tennis elbow. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah, like that, that dude, emergency room, like right? People, dead. people are not educated on what to use the emergency room for. No, no, but they're, they're, no, 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 no. See, the thing is, they fucking are because ever since this quarantine shit, the the emergency room has been dead. The only people who's in there are people with emergencies. And, and right, 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 right. These motherfuckers didn't need. They, they, no, they fucking know they don't need to be there. Right. I mean, part of that goes back to. People who don't have insurance know if they go to the emergency room, they'll get whatever they need. And, you know, can, I've known people who have gone to basically use the emergency room as their health care provider and then just skipped out, given a false information and, <clears throat> yep. and gotten what they need and go on, gone yep. down their way. Yep. Now, I'm yep. not saying that people fall off ladders during wrestling matches that don't have insurance and do shit like that, but, <laughs> well, you know. Right. So, like, so if so the the that would suggest to me that our hospitals are not being overrun because people aren't going to the hospital for shit they don't need to go to the hospital for and they're kind of dealing with it at home or going to a specialty center that's more appropriate et cetera et cetera so if this shit was to be you know on top of our normal everyday operations, we still would be running out of beds, but would we you know, New York City aside, would we, would the common, you know, would the common state, you know, New York City is a, a, a unique beast in America, right? Like, yeah. most of America is not like that. Yeah. So, like, if New York didn't exist, and this was going on in Maryland with the amount of, you know, 14 extra deaths a day, 15 extra deaths a day, uh, during cold flu season... Would it even hit our radar the way that it's hitting it? And I don't. I just. I'm curious. I mean, I. I mean, maybe not because like our, our nationwide reporting is not the same. Right? Let me see. Right now in the U.S., the total deaths that's been confirmed is right near twenty-three thousand. Right. We had eight hundred forty-three deaths since you know the last twenty-four hours. Right. And the seasonal I, flu. I mean, the I mean, seasonal I mean, flu kills. Like tw- 
twelve thousand a year now. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, some some like yeah. But this isn't killing just old people. I mean, you don't hear the thing. You, like, like you don't hear people our age like, oh man, oh you know somebody we know that's in their their thirties or forties died from the flu. No, you don't hear that. I'm not saying it doesn't happen, but Part it's not. Anybody, I can't say I've ever known someone who passed away from the flu. No, I mean, it's, it's not like it never happens, but it's fucking ridiculous when it does. It's like off the wall. Like, just like when you hear a 30 year old die from a heart attack, it's like it happens, but like it's fucking crazy. <laughs> I saw a girl on the news this morning that was 21 and had a heart attack and was healthy. Yeah, I, 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 I remember uh, a buddy of mine telling me about a guy that was like, had a treadmill in his room, <laughs> like, you know, health nut. No medical history, dropped dead of a heart attack. Friend of his, you know, like yeah. no, I mean, no family history, no nothing. Just went to sleep, never woke up at thirty-four it, years old. You don't hear people. You don't. You, 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 I haven't heard any stories of nurses or fucking doctors catching the flu from their patient and dying either. Yeah, me either. Uh, that that's not the case with this. Definitely not the case. I, I think that's one thing that will probably would have hit the radar is when nurses and doctors would have started to get sick and dying in the hospital over a respiratory distress. I saw a pretty amazing like piece of art. Uh, I, actually, I, I meant to share it to Raul so he could put it up on, uh, on our IG, but it was, a, uh, it was like a nurse, like a, it was a comic book style drawing, and it was like a nurse standing profile with like this huge like monster coronavirus looking thing, like you know. But it flipping had a, the bird off. Yeah, yeah, flipping the bird off. You saw that? Yeah, I've seen. I saw that make the rounds yesterday. That's pretty dope. Yeah, it's a pretty amazing piece. Um, pretty amazing piece. But yeah, no, I hear you. But I, I also feel like so I was reading. Uh, there's a some I, some there was somebody in New Jersey, um, emergency. It's like a first responder. I, I don't know if it was fire or police or uh, EMS or whatever the case may be, but <clears throat> they um they were 33 years old and they died of it, right? And I was like, God damn, man! Like, what a fucking kick in the balls. Um, but then, like, I, I looked, I looked into it, like, I, and like, there was like a serious medical condition underlying it, you know. And I'm like, okay, well, then that's you know, so that same person catches the flu, the risks are higher. Not comparing the flu and the corona, but I'm just saying if we didn't know there was a corona, I'm not sure. Sh- some of this shit, I'm not sure how much we'd catch. I'm glad that we have, don't get me wrong, and I'm glad that we're doing the social distancing. I'm not sure how long we're going to be able to maintain it. How long do you yeah. think we can maintain this? How long do you think we need to? Well, you know, I saw, I, I, I most, most mornings when I get up, I watch the Today Show, good, bad, or otherwise. And they had a, they had a segment on there today about, the farming industry um, and how, what the impact of the restaurants and schools being closed. I mean, they're, they were, I don't know how many acres, probably hundreds of acres of green beans. They were just tilling them under because they can't sell them. And they were, you know, milk's getting literally just poured out places because they can't sell it. There's nowhere to sell it. And the thing is the broken process is we have food banks that desperately need food to get to people. And there's no process to get that food to people who need it. Right. Which is just heartbreaking. I mean, our, not, I don't know. Our, if this is bringing out a lot of problems we have in society. We've, a lot of us have already always known exists, but like this is just bringing it to light that, hey man, like it's time to fucking change the way we do things. Like, <laughs> make a change. What do you think, uh, like, because most of the stuff that I've read suggests August 
for how long the social distancing needs to continue. But that's um, definitely not going to be what happens. What happens is when we have a fucking cure for this fucking thing. Well, you know, it's, it's, it's just fucking, it's just fucking spitballing and bullshit and, and no, 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 no. You're misunderstanding what I'm saying. Like, this wasn't suggesting that it goes away, but it was suggesting in order to have a lasting impact, the social distancing needs to continue until August. Right, right, right. And um, I, I, like, I, I don't know. Like that, that's what I mean. Like, I don't know where people are coming up with these numbers because, like, until you have. Until like the like majority of the population has been infected, or you have a vaccine, like it's one or the other. But th- that aside, when do you think they're going to open the doors? They're not going to close it. I think they're every, not going to keep every, it closed till August. That's not going to happen. If you know, Trump does his stand up routine every afternoon, and afterwards they do the questions, and um, that question gets asked every day, and the answer is we don't know every day. Right. But I'm, I'm asking you guys, what do you think? When do you think they're going to lift it? So I, I look at it this way. I look at what I do for a living and what that entails. Now, granted, you, you guys are on the front lines and, and you deal with people every day. My situation is different because I deal with different people. And, I, and, and don't take this the wrong way by any means because what I do for a living is horribly unimportant compared to what you both do. I don't know what my job's going to look like going forward. I really don't. I've thought a lot about that. Right. Like, I mean, I ride in other people's vehicles right. all the time. I go into other people's facilities all the time. And if you've ever had a vehicle worked on by a mechanic, you've been in their shop and seen. Right. They're they're not bleaching the floor very much. Not at all. So what, you know, right now they haven't given us a, 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 a they they rolled out today a 5 week plan for us just to 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 work with some stuff to work with. basically i think it's keep your sanity for 5 weeks by trying to do this stuff every day so that gives us till may 15th what's it look like at may 15th <clears throat> i don't know I, realistically i think august i mean i think the whole summer it's going to ruin the economy I it's going to yeah but the, our grandchildren are going to be paying this debt back it's so much more I, like I, I don't even know how to fucking get out of, of, of my mind I, like, I, I don't know things enough right I, I, I don't know I'm not an economist I just know that fucking money and the quote unquote economy and the stock market is a fucking made up thing it, it it doesn't it doesn't really mean anything. It's like time. It doesn't mean anything except we put a fucking meaning on it. Well, but even leave, even leaving that part of it alone, Joe. Resources, I mean, labor in the world exists for us to keep going. Like, I I, I don't know, man. <laughs> I, I don't even know what I'm trying to say. Just, things got to fucking change, man. Like, like to to for, for everyone everyone in their mind is trying to get things or wondering when things will get back to the way they were, and they want to get back to the things the way they were. And I'm like, no, man. We, we can't do this shit anymore. And and the fact that is, we fucking knew this was coming. How many fucking pandemic movies have we had in the last 20 years? How many fucking sci-fi or novels or books have we talked about and scientists have always talked about, just like meteors? Eventually, a meteor is going to fucking hit us. No one's going to do anything about it until it's too late, just like this fucking thing right here. I mean, love him or hate him, George W. Bush talked about this like in 2005. His yes. biggest fear was... This, this shit happened. This will happen. This will happen again for sure. This always happened before. And we have no fucking system in place to do anything about it. And not, not only that, like people aren't 
still don't take it seriously until they're affected. Just like one of my coworkers, they were talking about how everyone's overacting and all this fucking bullshit, and then her fucking cousin died. Like, okay, I, now I don't care. And I've, you know, that's that's the sad reality of it is a lot of people won't take this seriously until it affects them personally. And no, it's, For, it's not, it's not, it's not that. It's until it's too fucking late. You know what I mean? Like, like the world's not gonna end. This, we we said this before, like a, a couple months ago, Bobby. Like we, when we first started discussing this, and we're, and we're saying how some people are taking it too seriously and some people are taking it too lax. It's just still the same fucking thing. The world is not gonna fucking end. This is not gonna kill us all. Like it's it's gonna fucking fuck up the economy or whatever. But like that's not something that's ir- irreplaceable or irreparable. Right. But I so let me say this. I think May first at the earliest. June first at the latest. That's my that's my prediction. I don't I don't think that they will put this. I don't think they will keep this ban on any longer than that. They they, they can't. I like I realize that they they can't. But the question is what? Best case scenario, they open everything up and and it's fine. The numbers stay the same. Like we're fucking still going towards projection and like people will still die. Unfortunately, I mean, there's still there's still going to be, like you said, Joe. Things aren't ever going to be the same. Like. Mm-hmm. There's probably going to be, okay, Walmart, uh, Black Friday, you better shop online because they're still only letting 50 people in the store at a time. And don't be a dumbass and line upside. Line up. I mean, concerts. We might not concert. Any social events. Yeah. I mean, we're lucky we all live close to each other because God bless all these people I've met over the past 10 years. I, we may never see these motherfuckers in person again. <laughs> yeah. Col- I, I'm serious. No, I hear you. Culturally, I, like, you know, that that is something interesting to me, like, if you would have told me in November of ni- 2019 that in November of 2020 I'll be wearing a mask to the grocery store, I would have laughed you out of the room. Do you yep. know what I mean? Yep. But like, it's going to be common. Like masks. If you wore a mask in America, you were a fucking weirdo. Or well, hey, a, shout, a, out, shout out to Anna for being a trendsetter. She wore a mask. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's true. Yeah, just, that's, that's, that's a thing we've been doing. <laughs> well, and I wore a mask too. To be fair. But um, but like, you, you know, you you were a weirdo, right? You were a weirdo, or you or you were a pussy, you know, like like that's the problem. Kids don't eat enough dirt, right? Like that's we take a little bit of yeah, pride. I've seen in that it. in comments and so and, and and the problem is like that has a grain of truth in it, and and a little bit of facts are the dangerous thing, right? Right? You know? Right? But the thing is, is that going forward, like me having to tell Leia. That at some point in her life, people used to not wear masks at a grocery store is going to bug her out when she's twenty. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And Jane will be like, "No, I remember it." Do you know what I mean? Like that's going to be a thing. That's crazy. Like that's and, a, that's a cultural I mean, change. I like it's going, it's going to be much. It's going to look a lot like Asia Land here. Like, but like, not everyone's going to wear masks, but it's not going to be uncommon to see. You know. Um, I'll tell you, man. That's a fashion thing, too. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, you know, that's a lot of people are going to, you know, I'm waiting on the, uh, I'm waiting on Kanye's mask. <laughs> yeah, the, the Yeezy with the, the holes Yeezy in mask. it. Well, you know, what's, uh, the funny thing about it is there's a guy on YouTube named Yeezy Busta who basically just, he started out by making fun of celebrities that are wearing fake Yeezys uh-huh. and posting them up. And he wears a mask because I guess his whatever his real job is, he doesn't want his face out there. Mm-hmm. So he wears a, like a, a, a surgical mask. And was selling them two years ago that said Easy Busta. So it's kind of funny that <laughs> That's awesome. here we are now. Um, so look, I, we can move off the Rona Romp and into fun stuff, but I, I just want to close Rona Romp with a joke. 
So, <laughs> so, so, so sounds great, Bobby. So two things. Uh, Jana came downstairs the other day and she said, "Hey, what are the best times to? What are the best kind of jokes to tell during quarantine?" And I was like, "What?" And she said, "Inside jokes." So that was good. Ooh. And then secondly, uh, we were sitting at the table today, and they were uh, one of the. I think uh, Leia was like, "I want to go somewhere," and we we're like, "Well, we're not going there." It was like, "But I want to go there." It was like, "Well, why can't we go?" And it was like, "Well, in." And uh, Selena was like, the coronavirus. She's like, coronavirus? And then Selena said, yep, it's an invisible enemy. (laughs) 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 Which was pretty great. Uh, Nerd Weeks. I'll go first real quick. I only have a few. I I watched Holy Man. Who? Uh, Holy Man. It's a... uh, It's like a, it's an Eddie Murphy movie. I watched it with the kids. Damn, you were digging deep, brother. <laughs> I seen it. I know. I know. Yeah, what I, I know what it is too. And I'm telling you, <laughs> you got out the shovel and the spade. Right. Uh, <laughs> we're running out. Backhoe. We're running out for sure. Um, but what was funny while we were watching it, the baby's like laying in my arms, right, and she's like rubbing my left arm, like the forearm, and uh, it's because it, like the the arm hair. And so I just looked over at. It, I was like, "Is it hairy?" And she went, "Mm-hmm. You a Harry Potter." <laughs> <laughs> wow um let's see and then uh oh and then we watched mortal Kombat last night yes um look one. look don't shit on it <laughs> look <clears throat> you know how um rona you know how I have said to you guys in the past that I am not cut of the cloth where something can be so bad that it's good. Yeah. Mortal Kombat might be the exception to the rule. See? There you go. So it's not good. It is not. It's not. It even not. even the first one is not. And no, no, no. The second one is not, it doesn't go back to good again. It's just bad. The second one, yeah. The first one, <laughs> the first one goes back around to being good again. Yeah, it's not good. But um, but it's still it's it's a fun romp. It's it's a fun watch, especially if you like have any connection to the characters. Like seeing them on on the screen. There's cer- there's still certain things that work for me about it, though. Like when I was watching it, like um, when they're on the ship heading to uh, Shang Tsung Land, when um, Sub Zero and Scorpion like come out of the door, and it's like kind of in slow motion almost, and like they both square up. Like it still feels good to me. Um. I mean, it's it's pretty accurate. I feel like I mean, the game doesn't have really that much lore, but like it's it's pretty true to. to I agree. To I agree. Time. I agree. Scorpion do uh, like coming into frame in that uh, that forest, like where all the trees are equidistant to one another. Yeah, um, that still works for me. Uh, Sub Zero making the uh, coming down the steps. Like and and fighting Liu Kang, that still works for me. There was a, there was a number of like little scenes that still work for me, but overall it's really bad. I even like when um like the opposite. Oh, Jane Eve Jane and her, she was like, oh, the digital effects are hard to look at because they're bad, dude. Reptile looks ridiculous. Scorpion spear looks ridiculous. Um, oh yeah, but that spirit monster thing is it's not, it's bad. And I, I, the the one part of it that stands out to me the most, like the worst effect shot, is when the spear wraps itself around the tree and is trying to break loose from the tree. The digital rope is like scratching the tree bark off of the tree, 
Yep. It's a really bad spear. It's a really bad rope. The flakes of metal coming off of the rope look really bad, and the bark coming off of the tree looks really bad, and the scratch marks underneath the bark coming off of the tree looks bad. Like, the whole thing just looks fucking bad. Um, Shamon. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, for sure. Uh, but that was that was about it for me. Uh, what about you, Chris? Oh, uh, oh, wait, I'm sorry. One more oh. thing. One more thing. I finished a Naboo uh, diorama and super happy with it. Works beautifully, like fits in, displays well. One of those things where it all kind of, and I think it is my best wall work. Like the paint job is super believable. And I was just trying some things on it, like uh, effects wise, but like the texture of the walls looks fantastic. Um, so anyway, it's one of my favorites that I've done. And, uh, also on Patreon, I've been posting these pictures of playing the guessing game. So now on Patreon, if you guess what it is, the first person to guess what it is, gets That's a, not Raul. <laughs> no, even Raul, even Raul, he's on the list. Um, it uh, gets a free gift, um, that I'm going to mail out as soon as the, the Roni isn't hanging around the, the post office. Nice. So I'm keeping a list. Uh, Caleb won the Naboo one, and Raul won the Spider-Man one. I'll be honest with you. I was impressed by what you had done, but that thing that didn't immediately tell me that that's what the diorama was. I, I couldn't tell. That's why I asked what it was. Oh yeah, you said what is it? Um, I didn't. I didn't get it. I mean, it it's the, the work's great, and I think you're right. It is by far your uh, your best brickwork, um, paint-wise and everything. Thanks. Which that- you have. I know you hadn't done a ton of brickwork. No. But- I can tell. I can tell you've been paying attention, Bobby. Well, it's like it, it, I just tried this technique instead of like, <clears throat> like I painted it, I washed it, and then I just used like a really old beat up brush and and dry brushed it. But I didn't dry brush it like traditionally. I just sort of like slammed the brush down into it, and I used yeah. like three or four different shades of color, and it started to kind of take shape. Um, yeah, I'm really happy with that one. I wish I had more figures to put in it. That's kind of my problem these days. <laughs> right. You don't have enough yeah, figures. Just, you, just, problem? you just need <laughs> battle, just battle droids. Yeah, are yeah, you, I could put the battle droids. Are you going to talk about your purchase at all? Um, not, 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 not yet. I want to keep that. I want to keep that one in the tuck. Um, I want to keep that one in the tuck for right now. But I, I supporting the economy. Maybe I support the economy <laughs> for better or worse. Fair enough, fair enough. Um, all right. I'm sorry, Chris. Did people get their monies already? You talking about you already got your money? Uh, Chris got his right. I didn't. Get well, money. I got a I got a notice of uh, pending. Yeah. So and so I, got, I work with that lives in. Uh, and honestly, we figured it would go alphabetically, so we would be kind of you know middle of the pack. But here, it, well, if you did direct deposit for your taxes in 2018, your 2018 taxes that you filed last year, yeah. then they're hitting your direct deposit. They're so- not, you know. If you needed a paper check to come, you may be waiting a month. So I did direct deposit, and I've done my 2018 and 2019 taxes. Chill off. <laughs> I still remember. I've so slacked this year because, it, like, I knew it was not. Honestly, doing- we had ours ready, and like, eh, we better not. We'll just wait and see what happens. And we haven't heard. Like, we haven't heard a thing about our money. That maybe they're trying to carry the one on us. I, how does that work? Does anyone actually know? Because, like, I've been hearing that you actually have to pay that shit back. Pay what back? This money we're getting? Yeah. No, you'll have to pay taxes on it. Yeah. Which is kind of dumb. But anyway. I wish they would I, take, I, it, I, take it take it now. Pay, pay back with your, like, as a forward of your next uh, tax return or some shit like that. I don't think so. 
Okay, that's cool. Well, yeah, I don't think it works. I, I don't understand how they're gonna why they would tax money they're giving you. Like they're taking, they're using tax money to give you this money out, right? I I've, I found out recently that they tax unemployment, and I did not realize that. Like I I I understand the reason for tax, and I like I'm about paying taxes, but like some shit that is just not right. Like how are you gonna pay tax taxes on your tax return? <laughs> well, you have to pay <laughs> pay that pay you, federal tax on your. They owe you money, so they're giving it back to you. But on the way of giving it back to you, they're gonna tax that shit too. But that's like money you took out that you shouldn't have taken out in the first place. Why are you taxing? <laughs> I, I don't understand. But anyway, that's that's it's more okay. of the okay, more of the things we're talking about where system shouldn't be the same. <laughs> Needs changing. Yeah. Yep, definitely. Anything they can definitely. do to take less taxes, I'm I'm with the shits on that, Joe. So let me know where that petition is. Yeah. <clears throat> but anyway, Chris, continue. Um. What day is it? <laughs> I mean, I don't. Uh, you guys are, are leaving and going, and, and I'm not. I mean, I don't. I don't think I left. No, I left the house one day this week. I had to go to the post office, which they've got limit eight people in the in the post office. Um, they've got it all marked off. They've got shower curtains, bless their hearts, you know, in front of them. And I don't. I just drop stuff off and get it scanned. I don't have to have a long interaction and. You know, they only take cash. Oh, I'm sorry, they don't take cash. Rather, they only take cards, which is good for them. Um, I um, have been, I've been craving McDonald's. I don't know why. And I saw they had the double Big Mac. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna eat it at home. And uh, I think McDonald's has probably got some stock in Charmin because that ran through me like Hulkamania ran through the <laughs> 80s, brother. Brother. But it was it was delicious and surprisingly easy to eat. I was like, oh, my God, it's going to be so much food. But those Big Mac patties are so thin, it was just basically like eating a double quarter pounder. Yeah, and uh, I never eat Big Macs. I, I like the Big Mac for the sauce, but, like, actual, like, meat and bread ratio, like, yeah, quarter pounder is better. So you can get – so try if, next time you, for some reason, want McDonald's, get a quarter pounder with uh, – but basically put – they'll put the Mac sauce on anything. Yeah, so you can get a quarter pounder with mac sauce and those pickles and the diced onions. See, I know that you can ask for things at fast food places, like to alter the menu, but like those people haven't dropped enough, man. I don't have to give them extra directions. That's how. <laughs> He's so funny. Give like, them extra I, I directions. Like tomatoes, right? So, but, but like, I've never asked for no tomatoes on my shit. I just take it. I want to get it. Oh my god, dude! Well, I don't want to fucking burden those people at minimum wage any more than they already are. <sighs> Okay, fair yeah, enough. That's just how I, I, I am. It's, it's, it's amazing. I um, I tell you, I'm not even con- I, like I'm, I'm so just just to paint the picture of me not trying to downplay this thing earlier. The conversation, I'm not even comfortable getting food out. Like I'm not. Really? Yeah, like we we've we've cut ourselves off. Like everything gets cooked at our house now. Like, and n- no judgment to anyone else. Like, you know, I don't care. I I, I applaud you, <laughs> but like. We're not bold enough, I guess. Like we're not brave enough to do it. Like I, I don't know who's breathing on this thing and handling this thing and everything else. You know, like yeah. Who breathed on my burrito? <laughs> and there's the title. That's what Eddie Murphy. It sounds like something from Eddie Murphy. By the way, total sidebar. But when you get to Norbit, you you've you've gone you've gone too far. I love that movie though because like you know he plays the the. Um, healthy lady, and uh, she comes to the water park, and and the guy's like, she's got on a two piece bathing suit, and and the guy says, uh, "Ma'am, are you wearing bottoms?" And she says, "Of course, I'm wearing bottoms." 
and that just always cracked me up for some reason. Did you already do Dr. Duel and Nutty Professor? We did Nutty Professor 1. Uh, we, we're taking a break before we in, embark on the sequel, and uh, we have not done Doolittle uh, <laughs> do yet. We're, wearing we're supposed to watch the Sonic movie here soon. Um, it's be decent if you like Sonic. Yeah, yeah, we're supposed to watch it here soon. I, I just, it's, he's getting put off. Um, I watched, I'm trying to think what I've watched this week, and uh, I'm gonna be honest, it's, it's literally a blur. I watched, I watched, I'm caught up on Dave, which I don't know if you guys have had a chance to watch Dave yet. It's the little Dicky show. Yeah, you were talking about it last week, and it's about his loosely kind of on his life. Right, right. So, this last episode, so so his big the big break he's gotten is he's gonna open for Meek Mill in Philly where he's from, not Alabama, um, and he goes to his parents' house because and, and it's 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 very funny the way they they frame it up. Nice. Um, I've heard good things about it. I've heard nothing but good things about it. Yeah, it's it's definitely it's definitely worth a watch. Uh, so I caught up on that. Um, I watched the quarantined Saturday Night Live episode they did. I don't know if you guys heard about this. Uh uh-uh. no. So basically, you know, it was nobody knew what they were gonna do. They they basically everybody filmed skits in their house. Um Tom Hanks hosted it, which he's oh, like wow. I, and he said something like, I'm the uh, I'm the official dad spokesman of the coronavirus because um I'm old and nobody wants to be around me and when they are it's really awkward. <laughs> wow. Um the, the the funniest skit they did was, you know, in the world we live in now, everybody's doing these teleconference calls, and Zoom is a big thing, and mm-hmm. they've got these two characters that, that are on there. It's uh, I don't remember the actresses that are at play them, but basically they're like the older um, receptionists at this IT firm or something that don't know how to use any of the technology. So now they're on Zoom and, and they don't know how to use anything. And that one girl, she takes the laptop and sits it in the bathroom floor while she goes to the bathroom. Wow. One woman's taking her shirt off. It was it was entertaining for what it was. I mean, some of it was like, uh, I'm just trying to get through it. And they had Chris Martin from um, Coldplay. You know, he played a song and everything. But that was entertaining. We watched a movie called Onward. It's on Disney+. Plus. It's a Pixar movie, actually. Uh, is that the troll really, one? Um, it's not the trolls movie, but right, it's but it's about, about trolls. It, it, it's something there. Yes, it's set in a fantasy kind of world. It's kind of mythic, actually. <laughs> um, it, it was good. It was really good. I enjoyed it. The kid, uh, well, not the kids. Uh, Charlie enjoyed it. So the, uh, they um, watched it here. I don't think. Uh, I don't think it went over well here. But uh, really, yeah. But they they did watch it. They watched it one day when I was working. Huh. Might have not just appreciated the mythicness of it. <laughs> Maybe not. Um, but I, I will say that I think they fleshed out a pretty cool world that they could do some more with. Hmm. I don't know what that'll look like in the in the future. Um, let's see. I did a live. I did a live stream building a hallway, a little diorama, and um, how the you've been doing more and more of them. How are they working out? Uh, it, I mean, working out is me doing them, and if people want to watch them, they can. I tr- the problem, my problem is, I get lost in what I'm doing, and I'm two hours in, and who's gonna sit there and watch me do something for right, two hours? Right, right, right. So I try to limit it. What, like, what do you mean? Who's gonna sit? Oh, never mind. No, no. <laughs> what were you saying, Joe? Yeah, Joe watches that type of shit for two hours. No, what do you mean? No, no, okay, let me get on my soapbox again here for a minute. 
Like the 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 life I've been living and talking about is the life we're living now, and is the way of the future. You you don't need cash. The people are like I need cash just in case shit happens and bank goes down and I still have something. No, if that shit happens, cash doesn't mean anything. Was it old old pictures of people with wheelbarrows of cash trying to buy bread? I don't know if that's real or not. Remember seeing that? But that was that was just because shit was expensive, though, right? Yeah, because the economy's already it was completely collapsed. I think it was it was in Russia or some shit. Like the the point is, like if credit cards don't work anymore, your cash ain't gonna mean shit. And like fucking brick and mortar store mostly doesn't need to exist because you can buy everything online. And fucking sitting there and watching streams and things online without going out is also the way to go. Like like I, my life hasn't changed not because not, not just because it's a job thing. Like my lifestyle hasn't changed because I've already been living this lifestyle of like I guess quarantine and and minimal minimal con unnecessary contact with people. But like yes, people will if you're streaming like Twitch or whatever. Like I, I guess neither one of you uses Twitch. I mean, I'm fully aware. I'm fully aware of Twitch, Joe. Uh, and I mean, do you have you watched? Have you used? Do you use it? I don't. I don't use it because I haven't found any content on it that I'm interested in watching. I agree. And, and honestly, I, I before but, I really even geared up to do a YouTube channel, I looked at doing a Twitch channel. Yeah. Instead, you can, you can just turn it on and just have it point at your desk or your workshop, and you just do shit for two hours. And people right, but I mean, right, but that's you can do that with anything. Like, the, the reason, <laughs> I mean, you can do that with anything, though, Joe. Like the reason why <laughs> I would never do that is because I'd I'd rather. Uh, watch. I'd rather just have music playing in the background than than watch some dude play jacks by himself. For no, no, no. You, you, you're not. You're not watching. A lot of people are, and and and, and th- me saying this is not for you to watch. I, I'm just asking if you watch to see if you're familiar. But like, uh, Pinkerton was saying, no one wants to watch me for two hours just doing shit. I'm like, no, people do, and and you can make money off of because people can either fucking people throw money at random things. I don't know. And all subscriptions. Are you talking? You're talking about using on, it through on Twitch specifically, like people like on on stream can just randomly give you a dollar or whatever, or like so, they have to you monthly. So I'll I'll give you some real life data here. The last live stream I did, which was I think right in an hour, I think it was an hour and ten minutes, because I was being cognizant of the time because I didn't want to make it super long. As mm-hmm. in the last three days and eight hours, it's had a hundred views, and the average view time is thirteen minutes. See, on YouTube, yeah. See, on that's YouTube. that's that's a, that's a different platform. Okay, but I'm talking. No, Joe, I understand. I, I don't under. I would maybe, be willing. Maybe to, this co- I would be willing this- to look at those numbers across platforms, Joe. I would be hmm. willing. I would be willing to compare those numbers across and platforms. It's not like people are saying, "Look, I'm going to watch Twitch for two hours because I can't look can't stand looking at YouTube for two hours." Do you know what I mean? It's just the. It's like we always talk about it, right? The people's attention spans and what they want to watch, it gets shorter and shorter and shorter, which is why you got TikTok is like the number one fucking social media platform right now because it's like 10 second videos. Right. And there's a new one called Quibi or something, 10 minute videos. But I mean, like, I'll tell you, since I've been doing this, the first one of those live streams I did, the average view duration was eight minutes and I just got 600 views. Um, because you're also like new, though, right? You're building it. If if you're yeah. building it, you're, like, I know. And and the channel, the channel's growing. Yeah, if you've only done it for three times and you get how many views? In the last twenty-eight days, I, I mean, that video's gotten six hundred and ten views. And in a video I did reviewing some figures that hardly anybody else looked at, has gotten at three hundred fifty-one views in the past twenty-eight days. 
So yeah, I mean, like Bobby always said, like with like building channels and brands, and so there's just consistency. Like yeah, it is. That's sure. I mean, and honestly, that's part of the reason I've been just pumping shit out. Just to, yeah, yeah. But I also, but I also think it's good to be looking at that shit. Like I didn't start looking at that shit till probably three or four years in. You know what I mean? I think it's great yeah. that you're looking at the numbers and fine tuning your shit already. Like that's fucking awesome. Well, well, I mean, part of that is I've been looking at the realm shit for five years. Right. So right, I kind of, right, right, I kind of right. can tell, you know, what works and what doesn't. So. And, and um, the, the length also depends on the content type. For sure, you know, for sure. No one yeah. watch someone just, I don't know, review a movie for three fucking hours. But right. if you're doing something for two hours, someone will watch it. And then, like, here's something, like, I mean, I don't know this. If if I get to a point where they are paying me, okay, you know, pennies on the dollar or however it works, is if somebody watches five minutes of my hour-long video, does that pay out different than if somebody watches five minutes of a seven-minute video? Yes. Okay, which is better? Five minutes of a seven-minute video. Okay, and that, you know, if I'm looking at it from that standpoint, then maybe I should be doing this. Hey, this is how you do dry brushing video. Yeah, I mean, hey, I think I think this is how you do. I think that you should experiment. Do you know what I mean? Like uh, when you do these live streams, because live streams are definitely the the fastest, quickest way to go, right? Right. I don't have to edit anything. Correct. I can just correct. Get, just get to it exactly. Yeah. So, like, I think you should just, you know experiment try different shit like task stuff or specific things even if you were going to work on one project and do like if you like okay so you have three projects that you got to get done that are high priority and then you've got kind of this little passion thing on the side that you want to do you know maybe the passion thing you do the live stream of for 10 to 20 minutes or whatever it is on task by task just to get that done over the course of a month you know what i mean and then you can look at that data later and be like, okay, people really like the painting yeah. stuff or people really like the building stuff or, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and fine tune it. I mean, I think yeah, it's and, great. Yeah. And like, um, I lost my train of thought, but you know, I am looking at it and just, you know, kind of keeping up with what's what. And, you know, I, I guess I probably, I probably spend too much time looking at how many people are watching it live. Cause it's not a huge amount. Right. Um, because people do watch it over time. Um, but I've been doing that, and honestly, like, I was going to do another one, but I'm like, it, those are fun to do, but it's just, it's almost lonely because you don't talk to anybody. You're talking to yourself, basically. I mean, I try to interact with the chat, so, uh, you know, I just dropped, like, in the, the Realm group, dropped a Hangout link, and just, you know, it wasn't broadcasted, but, you know, I was working on stuff, and we did one the other day, and, you know, Tyler was working on a 3D print project, painting something, and couple other people were just working on projects so it was just it was it was just a cool vibe i mean i had it uh, remind me after we get off of here i have an idea i want to run past you guys in that vein okay so um, um did you watch that bonus tiger episode is it out yeah no i didn't <laughs> i know it's just interviews um i i'm i'll probably watch it after we get off of here to be honest i, watched, I didn't realize it had come out yet i watched the first 15 minutes of it it's kind of trash um well i know it's just joel McHale interviewing people yeah it's and I, I, I kind of like I couldn't take like, it. Kind of like how how did this change your life? Kind of deal. I know what one dude, the guy with the McRib teeth, got his got his grill. And it's like a uh, it's like an Enter the Realm show. Like they're like like that's how they do it. You know what I mean? Like oh like well it's like yeah it's like on the Zoom call. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. Did anybody like take the computer in the toilet or anything? <laughs> uh, not during the 15 minutes that I could stomach. Damn, that's too bad. Um, Joe, I didn't do shit. Oh, I'm playing like three. It's great, man. I'm taking so much time off. I'm playing three games at the same time. I'm playing my 
Fate uh, Grand on, on my phone, and I'm playing uh, Last Days on Earth on my phone, and I'm playing Final Fantasy VII on the PS4 all at the same time. And I, I paid my July mortgage this last Friday, so I, wow. I don't have any bills. I don't have any bills to the August man. I'm taking all kinds of time off. Like Good this for week, you, man. I'm, I'm working Wednesday and Saturday and Sunday, and that's the fuck it. Good for you, dude. You need it. You need it. Yeah. Um, Living the dream, man. I am. I mean, that's what I always wanted. Like, I, I work all the extra hours so I can build up, you know, a good amount for the rainy day. And like, you know, now it's kind of a rainy day. Yeah, for oh, sure. A lot of people. So. You and, and you know what I mean. And limit your exposure. You understand me more now. Like now that now that it's like that. Why why I do it? Because I always told you, Bobby. Like it's, I'm always worried. I'm always never. I never feel like it's, I have stability or that, that I'm taken care of. So, like, I, I work hard to get ahead. Right. That, but you know? could make the argument that right now you're more stable than ever. You know what I mean? Right. Because <laughs> like, your, your job is more needed now than ever. So, right, But the, the principle of what I'm doing makes sense to people now. But I think that um, it's, uh, I mean, it, it limits your exposure, too. You know what I mean? Like, like I, that, that's why I'm happy to hear it, you yeah. know, personally. Um, like, because we're talking about... Uh, we're talking about like when this first thing, what you were like, how like you know, American medical system is great, and I'm like, it's just, certain places, yes, but definitely not a lot of places I work. Well, let me <laughs> say, I, I don't think that the the medical system is great. I think that we have very talented, skilled medical professionals. Yeah, like the, I mean, you're talking about the you know top percentages, yes, but like the average everyday, you know hospital worker men like they aren't you know they're, they're just they're, they're just people too of That's, course of course you but... know so like like that like shit even now that really has me scratching my head like they're they're the ones i've seen wearing the fucking surgical mask under the nose you know yeah so yeah so it's so it's good i'm i'm not in the mix as much um do you have any dsas this week uh no i don't think so. so i have one for you something i've seen in my my outings mm. so for those listening a surgical mask has two straps on the side and they are to fit firmly around your left and right ears mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they are vastly different than an n95 that has mm-hmm. also two straps but they are meant to go around your head if you are wearing an N95 with the two straps wrapped firmly around each year, each ear, you'll notice that the metal part that's supposed to fold over your nose is now sitting alongside your cheek. You are wearing it wrong. Take it off and put it on properly. <laughs> uh, I don't know why people bother wearing it. I, I, feel like they, I, I feel like some people are just wearing it just to not get in trouble with, with you know. With I don't know the public. Yeah, I saw a lady at. They definitely don't look like they care about actually wearing it. They just have it on because it's mandatory. I think I saw a lady at Home Depot working like one of the managers at Home Depot. My Home Depot adventure last week that was wearing a, a surgical mask below her nose. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. I, I told you that one guy. I literally had to tell him. And he was like, ah, yeah, it fogs up my glasses, though. I've heard that so much, to fog up my glasses thing. I'm like, okay, then don't fucking just skip. Let somebody else have that mask. Don't waste it. That's what I'm saying. Give it to somebody who can use it. Did you, my wife was telling me that there's been a load of fake N95 masks that have 
course, yeah. like everything. Yeah, there's been uh, like you're awful humans that takes advantage of any bad situation, man. It's so if your surgical mask or your N95 or your P100 says Takasa Tony on it, just send it. <laughs> send it back. Oh wow! What if it says fans toys though? <laughs> what if, it's, if, what if, if it, it says fourth j- j- fourth party? J- no, fourth party's got to go back. If fans toys is third party. You're allowed to accept it. It's, it, it in some cases, the fans toys mask might be better than the. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, what, what about what about the in ninety five plus? Or you get you get it in ninety five and it's oversized. You're like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's, it's okay. It's okay. Chuck says the, the the bigger bigger ones are better anyway. Right. I'm sure. He, I'm sure. You have a big. You have a big face. I guess a big head. You need the oversized one. Um. I feel like there was something else I wanted to. Oh. Uh, oh. There was a. Oh. My last question to you guys, and then we're off of the Rona and into the notes. As of right now, this the current lockdown that we're on is only through the end of April. Correct. I guess. I think Maybe. so. So is it, uh, wait, I just heard this weekend in my my other job that uh, everyone has to wear a mask to go into a place of establishment now. I don't know, I don't know. I, I don't. I, I don't know that Maryland did that. It's Maryland, I think. Well, I was told that like if someone's not wearing a mask, they can't come in. I don't know, but I know Jersey did that. I didn't know that Maryland did that. <clears throat> so let me ask you this: If it is extended, when do you think we'll hear from Hogan? And when do you think we'll hear from Trump? What do you mean? <clears throat> if it's extent, like, so I don't remember the day. I think it's through the end of April. So let's just say that for argument's sake. If May 1st is when it all is supposed to be lifted. If it is to be extended, which I'm guessing it's going to be. But if it is to be extended, what day in April do you think we'll hear from Trump? What day in April do you think we'll hear from Hogan? Uh, middle of like well, well probably like by Friday yeah from Hogan if we're gonna extend it so f- uh, yeah I'm thinking the middle of next week to be honest okay so I asked you guys this because Laura and I were talking about it yesterday and I it's so funny so I am with you Joe I think that we're gonna hear from Hogan by the 17th and I'm guessing we'll hear from Trump on the 24th um yep. Laura is with you, Chris. She thinks that we'll hear from both by mid next week. The only reason why I'm guessing Friday for both, and I'm guessing for Logan to be uh, Logan, (laughs) I'm guessing that Hogan will hear from first because he's kind of been ahead of it for the most part. Oh, he is ahead. He's also a thumb. (laughs) That's true too. Um, But he's a good governor. I think that government likes to give you bad news on a Friday. I think you're correct. Yeah, um, I will tell you that the Carroll County school system is already looking at how to do um, remote learning next for next school year. So is Frederick. Yeah, so is Frederick. All right. So into these notes, there's not a ton, but there's a couple worth talking about. For one, uh, mad props uh, to a legend, and of course, rest in peace to um, uh, Mort Drucker. The artist behind the Mad Magazine caricatures and yeah. character. He is dead at 91. Uh, so, you know, great run. I wonder what he died from. I can't see because it's uh, the New York Times and they want me to subscribe to them and I'm not subscribing to anyone. The last I think, thing I want is another email to delete. I think he uh, I think he broke his funny bone and then oh, never recovered. Oh, you... <laughs> 
fucking um I remember when I was at uh so we had a we had a mopping contract on this building. It was a fun little tidbit. And <clears throat> as we were there, the building was closed, right? And we had entry keys and stuff to get in. We go around and there's a car sitting beside it that the, it's only the frame left and scorch marks all around it. Like somebody just burned this thing to the ground in the middle of this parking lot. So we called an, an emer- like a non-emergency number for the fire department for whatever county it was in, I forget. And they sent a uh, fire marshal or investigator or somebody to the scene. Yeah, yeah, fire marshal Bill. So he's out there and he's looking at, well, the police came with him. Um, and so here I am, I'm sitting off to the side. I see this fire marshal guy and I see this cop standing next to each other. And the cop looks at him and says, what happened? And I heard this fire marshal dude say, just he looked at him for a second, like and didn't say a word. And then he said, flat tire, got out of hand. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> <laughs> um anyway so uh on to more stuff uh mira mira in the pen so johnny depp the the whole amber uh what was what's her name amber Heard. Amber Heard. Yeah. yeah so she's facing prison time uh Good. if she's found guilty of manipulating evidence against her ex-husband johnny depp and um, you know what uh, uh, he needs he needs his career took a hit because of that shit. Mm-hmm. He lost he lost income because a lot like he needed it, but but nonetheless, and his reputation, his so. reputation though, like and when he was like, can you imagine being the victim and but then being blamed on as being the aggressor? Yeah, yeah, that's. I mean, like that that that's like I don't know psychological fucking damage. He shut the fuck up about it though, right? Like, uh, which I think is the right move. Like, yeah, he didn't really say yeah, shit yeah. about it. Good for him. Like, because if, if he would come up, it's not true. It's not true. If somehow I feel like it would have made him look worse. But he kind of just let the like, well, you know, I let the facts come out. You know, like, He's like you know, he he did say, I was like, you know, I just really don't want, I just want people, I just don't want people to know I'm a bitch. Because <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, you know what? Because he what he said was she would put on the um, hustle and flow soundtrack and just beat him <laughs> with a belt. Whoop that trick, get him. Whoop that. Now what if she? Put, he, what if she caught him in bed with Helen and po- uh, Bottom Carter or whatever he is? Well, Siri picked up whoop that trick and is asking me what I want to do with it. Fuck you, Siri. <laughs> it's none of your damn business what I want to do with it. Um, my wife just lost power at work. <laughs> Oh, wait, I had a brownout just now. Did you? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. We had a couple little flickers, but and yep. and actually, your audio cut out for just a second, and I was like, I bet you it's all related. Um, that's all we need is a power to go out. God bless. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I hope that justice is served. Um, quick trouble. No, uh, no Aquaman though, right? Yeah, which is a bummer because she's one of the better parts of it like in my opinion and, like, and for bobby it's, it's the material that counts ultimately she's like i don't care if she fucking beats him with a baseball bat she needs to be in the next movie <laughs> yeah. make sure the content is right joe <laughs> um so quick trouble apparently ezra miller did some video or like i think it was a spoof where he was like choking out a fan Look, I'll read uh, it. I didn't see that it was a spoof. I saw that they got him on like video choking somebody out. Oh, was it real? In like a yeah. Oh, what I understood it was like security footage of him choking oh, somebody yeah, out. Yeah, well, then fuck in him. Bar or something. Yeah, yeah. 
So it's claimed Warner Brothers is considering canceling the Flash movie following the controversial video from Sunday that showed Ezra Miller choking a female fan. God. And, that, and, and this is what it takes, Ezra. This is what it takes for them to finally cancel this movie. <laughs> you choking some broad out. Uh, of all things, this is what it takes. According to Lords of the Long Box, scooper Mikey Sutton has a source at Warner Brothers. Everybody has a own source. It said that Warner Brothers is currently investigating what really happened at the bar in Iceland where Miller chokes and pushes a female fan to the ground with Miller allegedly drunk at the time. What well, if you asked for it? And she was like, I, this is my fan. I said, can you do this? Right. They should also, they should just let him go because he broke social distancing. <clears throat> they should both Set be arrested for breaking social distancing. Um, you know, there's a misdemeanor here. To like uh, be driving and not be heading anywhere essential, I heard that somewhere. I like mean, that—that's yeah. I have to have. I have a. I have a fucking official letter that says I'm allowed to go to work. It's a, I, I keep it in my car. It's a thousand dollar fine and a misdemeanor. Crazy. I, mean, I, I just saw a meme. And the rules, I guess. But then, like people are just strolling in packs at. at in fucking Chevy Chase and the parks, like just fucking just having picnics and shit, and nobody cares. I just so uh, I just saw a meme that said, uh, "Boy, I hope we're off quarantine by July fourth so we can celebrate our freedom." <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Uh, um. All right. So Jim Lee's doing big things. Jim Lee has been drawing and um, auctioning pieces, and then taking the money and donating it to uh, your LCBS. Your local comic book store, which is pretty amazing. And like, I saw some piece, it was on eBay for like 5200 and some, some pen and ink that he did of something. Uh, <laughs> <clears throat> I, uh, but it was good. It was like some Batman inspired thing. Like, I think one of these metal Batman things. Um, but I mean, I've, I've, I always love when the comic book industry does shit like this. Like, and they always fucking do. Like, uh, the, the, I remember when the 9 11 shit happened, they, uh, Alex Ross did that piece of Superman looking at the billboard of like all the first responders of New York, and it just said "Wow" in a little bubble next to him. Do you know what I mean? And it was like a—it's more of an individual artist thing than than the comic book industry thing, right? Um, well, I don't know if you because, can. Separate- like, I don't know. All, all I've heard from my friend who owns a comic book store for years and years is just bitching and complaining about how the fucking comic book industry doesn't fucking support the, the comic book stores well i think that like i think it's impossible to separate jim lee from the comic book industry at this point well I, and, and yeah i don't think diamond diamonds coming out and cutting people checks you know i know because no. that's basically you can call the comic book industry whatever you want diamond is the comic book industry uh diamond is the comic book distribution industry well, it, it matters. The distributions matter a lot. One thousand percent, it matters. But I mean, like I diamond. My, I don't know. You know, my what? I said no. I have no idea. But I called my friend. Like his things, good. That's <clears> the reason why, like, comic book stores have either turned into Magic the Gathering stores, or like they have to sell a lot of other stuff, like pops and shit. What is it that they like? See, that's the thing. I don't know if it's like. Well, that's like I'd love to have him on the show. Uh, I would love it to to have like an interview with him. But like. You know, what is it? Yeah, ask, please, please. But like, uh, what is it they want? Do you know what I mean? Like, I I think that I think comic book stores are in trouble, too. But like, at the same time, dude, like I'm buying my fucking comic books from Amazon if I want to trade because they're cheaper. That that, that is that is that's the issue. Like the But is is that an industry fault? Is that the comic book industry's fault or is that Amazon's fault? Well, if the industry is helping push to to um, Barnes and Noble and, and Amazon. Like, like like I said, I'm I'm 
I'm not in it. I'm just only repeating what he said. And, and my, my, me myself personally, like I'm he's my friend and all, but like to me, it's like the fucking VCR, man. I'm not gonna fucking cry over the VCR when DVD player comes out. I, I, I think I see. That's what I think it is. Like it's like I, I, mean, it's, I, I feel his pain. Don't get me wrong, is, and I don't. It is. I don't want comic book stores to go away. I think comic book stores are great, and they're always like this safe haven for nerds. But like, I know. But like, what, how often do you go? Uh, I mean, I I go fairly regularly. I mean, well, what's fairly? I probably, I probably, prior to quarantine, now, how often do I spend money? Entirely different question. You know what I usually so do? Matter, right? I I go there and I find what I want and I buy from Amazon. So see, I mean, that's that's the fucked up part, right? That's like, called showcasing, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> It's so like I mean that, that that is the thing that happens and he he sees it and like he's upset by it I'm, I'm like which I man, get which I get but like I get it but like I'm not going to spend that extra money that I don't have to I can't blame right I can't blame the comic book companies for that when like if 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 I have a product and you want to and I want to sell them for twenty bucks and you're going to buy ten from me for ten bucks but Amazon is going to buy a hundred from me at five bucks I'm making that deal yeah that's standard American. And capitalism is just the how how for for better or worse that's how the system works. Yeah, I like I don't I don't know how to level that fairly. Right, but you know at, at the same on the same breath, a lot of us complains about you know Jeff Bezos and big companies killing the you know small businesses and whatever. But meanwhile, a lot of us are part of the problem. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, because like, that's that's the thing, right? It's like. I don't want to cake and eat it too. We want to complain about the big companies and Walmart and all this stuff treating the employees bad, but then we also shop there. Some of us, anyway, not me. But <laughs> well, I think like uh, I'll shop at Walmart if I have to, but it is the last place that I will go. Mm-hmm. Um, but Amazon isn't. Amazon's the first place most people go. Amazon is one of the first places I go. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and it's and it's for convenience. Convenience and price, right? Yeah, but the convenience pays a part in the price, right? Because if I'm like, okay, so I got to drive into fucking town to go to Best Buy to get a CD to, or you know what I mean? I right, right, right. I mean, I buy, you know me, I buy everything online. I think that's that's the way to go. But like, but also, if you go to Best Buy to look at what CDs they have and then go home to buy it from Amazon, that's a different story. Right, but I don't do that. But I do do it with comic books. Um, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like for example. Yeah, yeah, but but and sometimes, but sometimes I do it to Barnes and Noble too. So is it bad when I do it to Barnes and Noble? I mean, in in general, I, I mean, I'm, I mean, I mean, I'll go in Barnes and Noble. And uh, I'm not here to morally judge anybody for what they what they how they spend the money because it makes sense. I'll straight up go in Barnes and Noble and order shit from Amazon while I'm in there. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, to be fair, like a lot of times, I was like, I'm, so here's the I thing. I think I think I end up. I'm not sure. I mean, I, I guess ultimately it's not beneficial for them. But like, you know, I'll go to Barnes and Noble, look around at the comic stores, make a list that I want to buy from shit off Amazon, but. You know, I might grab a magazine there, or a coffee, or, coffee. or you know what I mean, yeah. stuff like that. Where I am, I am spending money there that I wouldn't if I couldn't window shop from. You know what I mean? Like window browse, I wouldn't have spent any money in there. So I don't know if there's like the same happens at Beyond, right? If I go into Beyond and I might look for some books to buy, but I might walk out of there with a figure or. But but yeah. you're definitely going to walk out of there with some knowledge. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, things i wrestle myself with like you know as as i often do with many things is like i i don't like you know what amazon does with the workers and you know pay and benefits and all that bullshit but then you know i do buy stuff from amazon so like like i, I guess i don't really have a right to complain well i mean i don't know I, like 
Knowing something is wrong and then supporting it, it just makes me a worse person. To me, to me, like I said, I'm not judging nobody else but myself. No, I get it, but at the same time, I'm like, man, if I, I, I guess, like the thing is, is like, where do I, where, where do you draw certain lines? Like, if I still, like, let's say it's an Amazon exclusive thing, <clears throat> right? Like the boys. Amazon exclusive is not the same thing as everything else. Sure, but okay, but let's all right, but then let's let's take it out of Amazon and say Apple, right? So I'm not happy with some of Apple's business practices in regards to how they do people, right? Right. But I I don't want any other product. But it's different though. Apple is an Apple product. Amazon is is not selling Amazon products. Yeah, but it's still a it's still a question of morality versus purchase. True, true, true. You know, so like at, at what point do you do you deny yourself something based on something? You know what I mean? Like that's it's, it's deep. That's a tricky question. It is. It's, it's, hard. it's hard. I mean, I like that I, shit though. I like. I, I think about that shit for no reason. Like there's stuff things most people don't think about and don't have to think about. But like, especially because I, you know, I have friends or acquaintances of varying economic success. You know, I know, right. I know you guys. I know other pharmacists, and then I know <clears throat> each workers that I'm. You know, so like I feel their plight and. So I do feel guilty when I do certain things to support the system. Yeah. I I just don't know. I don't know. I mean, like, I, I wouldn't even know where to begin to come up with a solution. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the this, this system is so vast and built, like, our society as a whole, that, like, you can't take anything apart. It's just true. Like, the, the essential workers rent from last week how like you know they're essential workers we need them to survive but they're also the minimum wage worker everyone always talks shit on how, about how they should fucking move up in the world and get an education and get a better job yeah well i mean i well i mean like that i hear you i mean i think that that's i think that i think there's gray to that conversation too though there is because there's a lot of people i mean not everybody <clears throat> works at the grocery stores making is a entry-level minimum wage people there's people make a career out of working in the grocery yeah, right and those people make a decent living, right? The bagger is not intended to be a, a career position. I mean, but who who decided that? The, I mean, the company itself. No, right? who decided to do that? No, who decided that, that minimum wage shouldn't be something you can live off of? I, wait, I, that's, minimum that's wage. That's a whole nother yeah, conversation. Like, I, I, no, I, I thought minimum wage was was created in order for like the guy, the president who created. Minimum wage isn't his thing. Say there's a minimum wage now because everyone who fucking works should fucking have a house and food to eat. This is true. What is the minimum yeah, wage? That, that, is, that is the purpose, right? That is the. So purpose. that that was the that's the whole fifteen dollar minimum wage thing. What is the minimum wage in Maryland? It is. Uh, I think it around, it's in between ten and eleven dollars an hour. All right, so let's say ten fifty <clears throat> times. The cost of living and minimum wage has not gone up the same, you know. No, well, I, agree. The, I will tell you that the the minimum wage, the national minimum wage is seven dollars and twenty five cents. In a lot of states, it's still seven twenty five. Maryland is is it was ten fifteen, I think, when Mason was working part time. So calculate out minimum wage. You work forty hours a week every so week. Multiple, it's, so How multiply much? it by. T- basically, you take the 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 hourly wage, you multiply it by twenty eighty, and that's them working a full year of forty hours a week. Well, Thanks, to, mortgage business. All right, I want so, to talk about a, a month. Like, how much money you make a month? So, if you make so if you, if you make ten fifty an hour, mm-hmm. your yearly salary, if if I multiply it by twenty eighty, is forty two thousand dollars a year, almost forty three. Minus taxes? No. No. Okay. So no. Do, 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 well, I guess I have. So a, it's it's ten ten right now. Minimum wage is ten ten. It's going to be. The plan is by 2025, it'll be 15 an hour. Okay, wait, wait. 
So you said the the is ten dollars and ten cents an hour. So that's twenty one. Oh wait, that's twenty one thousand hours. Times forty hours. A week. Yeah, you're not. That's um, wrong. <laughs> wait, hold on. Time so forty hours a week times four weeks a month. That's eight hundred dollars. So you pay what a quarter in taxes probably. I pay more than I pay more than a third. But tax rates are very different at that level. So, do you think you think twenty percent tax rate is fair for that? No, it's not. It's probably closer to ten. Ten. Okay, so times point nine. So you're taking home fourteen hundred and fifty dollars a month. How do you spend that money? I, I don't. I don't. I don't know. I'd have to. I, that's I'd have that's to, something like that. That's my only question. It's because like, I don't. How, because I don't think at the same time that that like you know I I believe in equal work for equal pay. But I don't think that if you work at like so, we have different types of residences, right? Mm-hmm. That are supposed to accommodate different incomes. So, like, I don't know. I don't know what an apartment, like a, a garden style apartment, rent is. I'd have to do research. I know, know for a fact that uh, Wheaton, uh, a studio apartment, is a thousand dollars a month, and that's not that's with roaches and everything. I, is that I, included, or do you have to pay extra? You tell us included. <laughs> No, the roaches. Oh, the roaches. <laughs> the roaches. The roaches is free food, apparently. Well, it should be extra. You got to feed them too. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, if you can pay, if you pay home fifteen hundred dollars a month, and then someone tells you you need to uh, work up in the world, like, how how do you spend that money and time in order to do better? If you're, if you, if you're, I, I, I don't know. I'm mean, just the numbers. Don't you talking about Bobby's? Are you talking about numbers, Bobby? Like the numbers don't make sense to me. It has never has. Not for a while. No, I I hear you, and I'm I'm not I'm not anti raising minimum wage either. But like, um, I like you are though. Right, but I I get that too though. Right, because like when I was working on the loading dock, I was making fifteen dollars an hour, and I don't feel like that work should justify the same pay as the bagger at at um at we is. But why why are we a society like can't it's like we always compare it to ourselves. Like, well, I'm doing more than that guy, so that guy should get less. Instead of saying I'm doing more than that guy, I should get more. Why do you want to step down on somebody else? But I'm, I'm not. Gl- a, but I'm not though, because I, I think I mean, the open heart surgeon should get paid way more than me. Right, right. But but then you also that's fine. But on the other end, like you you're looking at someone and saying they're worth less. No, I'm saying that their skill is worth less, not their life. But but it is though if they can't make a living that and and people are saying it doesn't matter if you can make a living that that makes a life worth less they're saying we don't care how you pay your bills well no we don't. I, I don't I don't necessarily think that either but I don't I don't think that every like I think I need to I would need to do more research into what it would take to live at a certain level of income and I mean, then it's, I think it's minimum should be regional it should be that's fair i don't think like in alabama where chris is from minimum wage and us in dc minimum wage should be the same right right you're 100% correct but it's the yeah, same so but, but I mean, should be minimum wage but it's the same with i mean it's the same in maryland though you know it's going to it's going to it's going to cost more in montgomery county than it is in carroll yeah, county it should be regional Right, 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 like but I mean, you, but it had to break down. Work, it would right. have to break it's, down. Yeah, it's way never going to get that. It's never going to get that granular where well, I can make. Because guess what? Everybody's going to go to Montgomery County because they can make an extra dollar. Exactly. <laughs> right, so right. it's never going to be that. Yeah, I, I mean, all I care about is, like I said, as far as I know, unless I'm wrong, I could be wrong on this, but my thought and my to my understanding was minimum wage was established so that people can, so that it is a living wage. Minimum wage was established because they were paying children. 
a nickel a day to shovel coal. Yeah, um, yeah. so I mean, I'm, I I didn't think minimum wage and living wage were two separate things, but they're they are apparently two different terms now. I mean, minimum wage and 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 unions kind of came around in the same amount of time, and that was because they were paying adults a dime a day to shovel coal. Because I think that minimum wage does a disservice also in the same regard of people are now like so now uh, let's say that uh mcdonald's or let's say let's go back to we is we're picking on we is but it's fine their name is stupid so like we is wants to pay a bagger eight dollars an hour but minimum wage says no you have to pay them 10 10 well okay i'm gonna pay them 10 10 but now i'm gonna also pay the cashier 10 10 because you're saying i can so i think that that's where it does a disservice also do you know what i'm saying where like before it might say, look, I'm going to pay the bagger eight, the cashier twelve, and the stock boy eleven. You know, and now they're like, oh, oh, I got to pay the bagger ten. Okay, well then I'm going to pay the stock boy ten also, and I'll pay the cashier eleven. You know, so I think they, it, even though it's it's meant to raise what people are willing to pay, you know, what they consider to be the lower priority of worker at their establishment, it ends up having companies drop the pay of what they would pay other employees. Do you know what I'm saying? So that, well, that's two, there's two uh, factors that one is saying that, well, in order to not fuck some people for getting more money then these other people shouldn't have more money to pay bills. That's sacrificing one thing for another. And two is it's up to the fucking company. Is is the company's fault for not fucking pay. Companies work off of infinite growth, which is a fucking preposterous idea. Right. So like, if if it's a fucking multi-billion-dollar company and profit, like them choosing not to spend the money on their workers is the company's fault, not the people or the systems. No, I I agree with that too, and I I do think I that have there no needs idea how we got on this fucking thing. <laughs> yeah. um, I, I think you, I think I, I think you're in your your socio-political bag today, which is fine. I'm 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 willing to to journey you there. Know, you know what it is? You know what it is? I, you're right. You know what it is, dude. Final Fantasy VII is hugely. <laughs> No, 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 no. No, I'm, I'm, I'm sure it is. I'm not, but it's just funny to me that it's all coming. It, it, it is fucking deep, man. Like, I don't know. People who hasn't played the game or don't remember or played it too young. It is, okay. So it, it starts off as you are a fucking eco terrorist blowing up power plant because they're sucking up the energy, lifeblood of the energy. Like, that is the opening scene of the, of the game. Right. And then, like, it, and then you are living in a city where it's, it's two layers there's one on the ground floor and one that's literally suspended in air. Where like all the rich people live and all the trash like gets dumped down to the bottom to where everyone works. So like yeah, I, th- I think maybe I'm in my socio political bag because I've been playing the fucking game so much, <laughs> yeah. thinking about the people on the bottom. Which is fine. I'm I'm okay. Which is like I I know I'm not like I I'm not their spokesperson of them as in those people or whatever. Right. As I'm not saying in a derogatory, but I'm doing fine financially. I'm I'm doing much better than a majority of people that I, I think, know. So, like I care about the people who aren't. You know. I, I hear you. I think that my issue with this is that, like, I am, like, I am a, a believer in, like, you know, you work hard, you you get, you know, you you go the extra mile, you get more reward, right? Yeah, yeah. You go the extra mile, you get more reward. You but, go the um, regular distance, you make a living. That's but, how I. But I'm also in the pocket of, and but I'm I'm saying it on the reverse, Joe, where it's like this person, you know, this person did work that minimum wage job and then busted their ass and went to school and got the leg up and whatever they did or learned to trade and now they've maneuvered into a different pocket they should be rewarded for that 
Yeah, yeah and, and my drawback yeah. to to that real quick though is that I'm also I think at my core a humanitarian and I hate to see people suffer. I hate to see yeah. people in a bad spot. But yes. it's, it's coming to terms with that in my head of balancing it out because I don't want to because in the same breath of my humanitarian element, I don't want to fuck over this group. You know, to 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 help that group. Do you know what I'm saying? Like where. I mean, I'm with you that like these people that make billions and billions and billions and billions and billions and billions of dollars as CEOs of some company should have, you know, PPE for their people that are working right now or should have right all that kind of shit. I'm with you. I'm 100 percent with you. But most companies do spend like 80 percent of their shares on their fucking employees. I mean, which it, I mean, th- th- that's what it's supposed to right? uh, you, agree. You, but what I'm saying is that like you sell things so you make money to pay people and yourself to keep buying things to sell things to make money to pay right right but i i think that sometimes we paint we paint all of these folks as if they're like uh malicious maniacal monsters sitting in their desk just collecting their their billions and billions of dollars and trying to find more rooms in their house to store their billions and billions of dollars but at the same time most of what their company is earning is i mean not just most but almost i mean 80 percent at minimum usually is going to their people Mm-hmm. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I don't, but kind of. Like if 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 you own something and you have people that work for you, <laughs> I think you're spending the amount of money that you. But there's an accumulation. That's the thing. Like there there is a more and more accumulation of a larger and larger sum in that's not being put back onto the lesser people. Right? I don't know though, man. Because like as as we said, like, so like a lot as, of- profit, as profit goes up and the something's worth goes up, it, that that wealth comes from somewhere, right? So it comes down from it comes up from the bottom. So if the, it keeps getting more and more accumulated, I mean, like, and it's not coming back down, then it just keeps going up. Yeah, but it's it's the checks and balances on its way up are oftentimes oh. creating diversions, right? So like, if the money is going up. And people are working their way up; those people are getting paid more too. But if you look at, I look at job the job market as as like a pyramid, so to speak. There's one in the company, right? There's a CEO up top, and then management under them, and then more middle management under them, and then workers under them, right? There's always a set amount, like one guy on top, like a hundred guys on the bottom, right? Right. You'll always have a hundred guys on the bottom, right? So those hundred guys need to be. Like there's only so much upward mobility you have because you always have a hundred guys in the bottom, only one guy on top. Yes, to stay, but at the same time, I don't think, <laughs> I don't think that the competition is always that stiff. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, like, so if I were if I were to look at my job right now, yeah, the hundred guys at the bottom, I, I'm most of them are probably good to be at the bottom. I, I don't mean that they're okay with it. But I mean that they probably shouldn't go up, right? But so, like, so there are a bunch of people in the world that shouldn't go up, right? We agree. I agree too. There's a bunch of people in the world who shouldn't go up or can't or, yeah, don't have the ability to go up, right? Right. Right. So those people need to be taken care of. Uh, but see, taken care of is so. I do think taken that there should they work. Not as in they should be given shit for free. Right. No, work. I get it. But I do think that there should be a difference between the person. The responsibility of a person that's working there as a career and the responsibility of a person that's working there as a summer job. I mean, regardless of 40 hours of your life a week is 40 hours of your life a week. Correct. 
Like if if you don't think the person's worth fucking getting paid enough to pay the fucking bills and just fire them and get somebody else. But I don't think that every job is. I don't know if every job should be in, created with that intention. I, that, that, that's I think where my where my fundamental difference is. That's where my breakdown with minimum wage comes in because I think that minimum wage does a disservice to some while doing a service to others. Uh, sorry, guys, I dropped out of the internet. I saw you. Sounds like I missed some enthralling conversation. No, you didn't. It's this boring fucking yeah. oh shit that like two middle aged men are talking about that has nothing to do with nothing. Yeah. I, I just I, I don't know. It's I, it's too complex. I think it's too complex. Oh, like, complex for like, look, I don't remember who said it. Maybe it was Adam. I, I don't. Somebody said like, what's is minimizing suffering? <laughs> it, it should be a priority. Uh, over maximizing, I guess, le- I don't know, pleasure, I guess. Minimizing suffering is probably more important than maximizing pleasure. I, I would agree with that. So, like, I, I, and that, that that's why, I mean, like, if some people has to get paid less um, extra money for other people to get paid necessary money, I'm okay with that, I guess. I think it depends because I think like like Walmart isn't the same as where my wife works. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So like, not every shoe is going to fit every foot. Yeah, but minimum wage is minimum wage because matter what company you you at. <laughs> Plus, Walmart doesn't carry 14s worth of shoes. But what I'm saying, either, so. <laughs> what I'm saying is that minimum wage, while it might be doing the bagger at we is a service, it might be doing the front desk lady at my wife's work a disservice. Yeah, but like what I was saying, minimizing suffering. If minimizing suffering is the goal here, then the bagger being able to pay his bill is probably more important than the desk lady having extra cash. No, no, no. You're misreading me, Joe. I'm saying that the desk, the front desk lady isn't able to pay her bills because of minimum wage. That doesn't make sense because everyone should – the point is – Everyone should be able to pay the fucking bills if they're working full time. It depends on their bills. You shouldn't be able to pay your Ferrari bill if you're ra- if you're a bagger at We Is. No, but that's not what I'm talking about. Paying your bills as in like your fucking your a living wage as in like enough for rent and food and fucking electricity and shit, which fourteen hundred dollars a month will not cover. I, I like I said, I don't know. I don't know enough about that. I don't know what people I are living on fourteen hundred dollars a fucking month. Dude, I know people that are living off a lot less. I know, and they're not great. And listen, there's a lot of programs for people that are underpaid, under, or however you want to say it. Whether they choose to take advantage of those programs or not. Yeah, I mean, I, I just or, I don't think no it's now because a lot of people people aren't getting paid a lot. It's probably people aren't the most savvy either. Well, that's also true. I can't I disagree with you. Yeah. Before people come in with their fucking manufacturer's coupon for their for their drugs is always the fucking rich people who already don't need the coupons, where the the fucking people who need the coupon don't even fucking realize there are coupons. I'm a, I'm a believer in that too. I, I I hear you on that as well. But it's like, you know, I I don't know, man. I I, I like I, like I said, I get stuck because I get stuck in this mud hole of. Uh, uh, conf- conflicting ideas of my own morality. Yeah, yeah, me too. That's what I'm saying. Like, I wrestle with myself because I don't, I don't know what's right. But like, I don't, I don't want to be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> not, not just to be right. Like, I don't want to be morally wrong. You know what I mean? Right. No, I'm with you. I'm with you. I, I, I am too. I just, I, like, I think that that's the thing. Because like, it's like one of those things. I think a lot of things with me when it comes to this type of shit is like, I'm, I, I can become so sure of something, and then have one little 
crack in that foundation and become so unsure of it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I mean, it's complicated. I mean, that's why that's that's what this all shit is, right? Politics and like everybody thinks. I think everybody thinks they're trying to do what's right. You know, it's just a matter of what actually ends up being right for in hindsight. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but yeah, Jim Lee's selling his artwork. So if you want to help out your local comic book store, <laughs> way to go, Jim Lee. Um, no regrets. Uh, Dan DiDio was interviewed after leaving DC and he said some things and he said some stuff and he said some filth, flare and filth. He said, probably my biggest regret is making things happen too quickly. Sometimes we spent a good six to eight months building the new 52, rethinking the characters, the designs, the villains, everything, everything so that it made sense. Uh, the former co-publisher went to say that he felt things began to move quicker and that less time and energy was being invested to the development or improvements or making changes to the characters that felt like it was worthy of a new direction or a line. Fans don't have a point of reference anymore and you feel the wheels falling off the cart. He added that unfortunately once you put that in, uh, the rebirth element, you also put things in uh, that made you want to relaunch the line in the first place. The characters got stagnant again. The whole point of storytelling has changed and evolving. And um, I, I wanted to keep this in because this is kind of exactly what Joe talks about all the time with sort of rehashing the same shit with comic books and, um, you know, especially in regards to the big two. But also that, like, this is turning – it looks like it's turning out to be all this rebirth and everything else just pretty much what um, Marvel did with their Ultimates where yeah. they wanted to rethink it and then it all just sort of became a trope of what it was before. Yeah, it was great. I loved the Ultimate Universe when it came out. I read, like, t- fucking – 12 or 15 volumes of that shit. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I agree. But and, and yeah, and it, it became more of the same. I was like, wait, 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 why, why am I bringing the same story again? Mm-hmm. So it was interesting. I, I hope that uh, with Dan having left DC that he lets us into a lot of the, the behind the scenes as to Rebirth and New 52 because I think that that um, was a gift and a curse, not unlike minimum wage, but that it was... Um, you know, it became a jump on point for a lot of people, but it also alienated a lot of people. And I don't know. You think there's any NDAs where you can't talk about certain shit? I would imagine. I would imagine. That's what I was, that's what I was just thinking about. I would imagine there has to be, but I don't need the nitty gritty. You know that. You know, well, if Colleen hadn't fucked Daryl behind the copy copy machine, you know, like you <laughs> that's know, the stuff I do want to know about. <laughs> well, I do, I do, I do. So I, I, yes, I do want to know about it, but I don't need to know about it. Well, if Jim Lee would quit doodling during staff <laughs> meetings. <laughs> Jesus, who put an artist on stuff. Um, and then lastly, uh, once he thought he was out, Bob Iger returns to Disney amid the COVID crisis. Um, I kept this in because basically, like, the you know, Disney's, all, you know, they're in trouble too because everybody's in fucking trouble. And there were some people that suggested that Iger was uh, removed due to his, uh, due to Star Wars or whatever. But um, apparently if he was like, they would, I don't think they would just have him walk right back on. In the midst to, to fix something, he says a crisis of this magnitude is and its impact on Disney would necessarily would necessarily result in my activity helping Chapek, who took his spot, and the company contend with it. Particularly since I ran the company for fifteen years, mm. so for better or worse, he's back over there. I don't know how. Do, I wonder how their money is going to sort out. You know, because I know they rely on that park. For oh, that, that parks are big money for them, right? And, and I don't see how that's ever going to be. Right, what it was. I mean, it's it'll be a okay. Uh, it's seven thousand dollars for your family to have one day in the park because mm-hmm. we can only have this many people in the park on each day. Well, the, the hello. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I sound weird to me for a second. Um, the question is, we talk about like how the 
things aren't going to be the same again. But like, you know, we have a tendency over time to to just lapse back into the way things were. If everything ends up working out well, like if we get a cure or whatever, like and 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 this is this will just pass us and we'll fucking forget about it, you know, and we won't learn from it until the next time it happens. I yeah. feel like that happens with disasters in general. Yeah, you keep, you keep keep fucking pulling up houses at places at, at flood zones and tornado areas, but you know. Did they ever get that water in Flint? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, so like, like here's the thing that I was thinking about, right? Like, um, and we keep coming back to it. But I guess it's just going to be the nature of things. Um, but like the Department of Homeland Security, right? Like, I think Heard if you, of it. I think if you were to ask my kids about it, they would say, "Oh, yeah, it's probably been around since what World War Two? No, <laughs> it's been <laughs> but, around since 2001. <laughs> exactly. But I'm I'm saying if you were to ask my kids. Like, they don't know any better. It, well, yes, and I think it's just become like ingrained, like the Patriot Act, like the fact that the government can read your emails and all this shit. That's like, it's like, it just always seems like it's been here to the next generation, right? Like, what I hope they read my emails because Duluth Trading's got to sell on underwear this week. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like you know, like, like I can see Jana being like, "Well, what do you want? A Department of Homeland Insecurity?" Like, no, you know, <laughs> like, so, so like, <laughs> like I do wonder, like, what is going to come from this? You know. 20 years from now what what is normal 20 years from now or 10 years from now that was not normal today you know like that's that i think is one of the the most interesting things to me about this entire thing is just seeing how much is going to change culturally sociologically and economically uh for this country moving forward i wonder how much is going to be because i think if if not just every everyday person like all the big companies want things to go back to the way they were because the entire money system is built on it. Like, the entire system is built on people going to theaters and buying popcorn and right. going to theme parks and concerts. And Joe, them. let me tell you, those days are over. <laughs> we will not go to the movies anymore. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, Watch man. At your house. Well, you know, maybe the theaters we'll... do not have any money. What, what, no, what will happen is they'll take out two seats for every one. And popcorn will be fifty eight dollars and sixty eight cents. If I'm, if I, like, uh, you know, but, well, yeah, the- theoretically, that's what they'll that based on current regulations. Yeah, you'll have. I mean, we talk about all the small companies folding, but like, if things don't change even after, because because of quarantine, right? If after quarantine lifts, but like, people just live differently now. Like, how many big companies are going to fold? Like all the amusement parks, zoos, and shit. Like. Any anywhere people gather, if people just don't gather anymore, like what hey, if I've got a tiger in my backyard, is that considered a zoo? <laughs> what about the like the last day they just open all the cages? You like you're driving to work, just a fucking rhino on the streets. <laughs> it's like Jumanji. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's get into a couple questions. Uh, we have one from uh, Joe S. He said, "Question time. A fel- hey, fellow quarantiners." Thanks a bunch for keeping this going, guys. It's a high point of my week every week. My first question is, have you ever have you ever encountered a design or character that you thought was dumb as shit until you learned the lore and then completely changed your mind? Uh, I definitely did with Tarn. I thought the Decepticon symbol on his face was goddamn go- goofy until I learned his story. Now I just want more. Yeah. Um, most recently would be uh, All Might with my hero academia. When I first saw him, when it, like the first... like. When I didn't know anything about it, and I was like, "What the fuck is this weird shit?" And then I, you know, start reading and watching it, and I fucking love that guy. 
I always thought Hellboy looked dumb until I read the book, and I'm like, oh, this is really, really cool. Well, I can tell you, even most recently with the um, the the uh, the 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 bat symbol on Badinson's chest, that I was like, that looks dumb. And then they're like, well, it might be the broken down handgun that was used to kill his parents. I was like, nope, that's cool. Yeah. So, so content, a story does matter. Yeah, for sure. I'm trying to think. Go ahead. With people's attractiveness too. In general, in real life, like I, I have found people more or less attractive over time. Like physically attractive, more or less over time. Yeah, I have too. I've definitely, definitely can agree with that. You think it's just a visual instinctive thing. It's like, oh, a hot girl is a hot girl, but once you get to know them, and they're just a fucking bitch. It's like, oh, they don't even look that hot to you anymore. Or vice, or vice versa. Yeah, yeah. Like I think that's why, like a lot of like work, like workplace affairs and shit happen. Like you go there, and like the the girl is not a threat at all, but because you work with her every day, and you see little, learn little things about her that you find attractive or whatever, then it ends up causing a problem. Oh yeah, I used to go to Freak Nick. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, you, and all these, imagine all these, you at Freak Nick is great. Me, no, not me. I'm just saying. Oh, <laughs> some some broad at Freak Nick. Oh right. And you've always seen you know you know those couples. Everyone knows a couple where like one of them is really dumpy, and you wonder how they get the other person. Yeah, I think that's me. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the couple I'm a part of. Trying to name names. Y'all known each other since the sandbox. That's kind of hard. To... <laughs> um, second question: Any moments out in public where you've had to deal with idiots who aren't doing what they should? I had to tell a guy in line at the gas station yesterday to keep back. Dude would have been too close even without a pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow. he, he says from my bunker in Minneapolis with all the mostly hetero man love Joe um, I mean aside from the I think the DSAs have covered most of our dumb shit you know I, I will I will tell this story the, the grocery store we frequent most and my wife had been in there that morning that, that evening there were some people walking around coughing and sneezing on people on purpose oh, and laughing yeah. about it I can only assume it was teenagers <clears throat> uh, that's just my, my instinct I probably would have laid hands on somebody over that if I'd seen it happen, or if it happened to me. I just, yeah, I just. Yeah, there hasn't been videos of people getting knocked the fuck out over doing some dumb shit. Yeah. Oh, there's a, well, there's a video out there of a guy like cough sneezing on some oranges, and one of, it's a guy in an apron. I guess it just yeah, does this wild overhand oh. punch to the back of his head, knocks him out. Yeah, puts him in the park. Open hand, man. I thought he knocked him the fuck down with an open hand. Was it? It may have been. I, I think so. It was fucking crazy. I love, love it. it. Have you seen those guys like uh, arguing about the coronavirus outside of a um, outside of an apartment building? Uh, I don't think so. Uh, it's pretty fantastic. It's like the, it's like these guys and they're hanging out. They're having this like uh, debate about the coronavirus, and then all of a sudden, like one of them is like keep like eyeballing another guy out of the side of his face. You can see him like keep looking, and then he's like he like freaks out. He's like, "Stop touching people with your hands." <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, so uh, this is from Paul C. He says, uh, he says, in this time of craziness, let's go to some extremes. Obviously, we hope it doesn't get to this, but just for the sake of some hopefully interesting discussion, let's say we're forced to quarantine for the foreseeable future and all of you lose your income. What of your hobbies do you give up first to save money? And when that is no longer enough, what is the order that you sell off your collectibles to make money? Do you work your way up to those with the most sentimental value or do you sell the ones worth the most regardless of sentiment? I, I wanted to squeeze this question in there knowing that Joe is likely to be going out of pocket for FF7 very shortly, if not already. Joe, stay safe. 
Um, I'm looking at market value, seeing what's hot and what's not, and that's what I'm selling first. Get them first, most bang for the buck. Yeah. I, well, which collection would you let go first? I mean, like in, in terms of like discontinuing, you know, because that was like the first. It's like a two part. Oh question. well, I mean, all. I mean, I'm not. If it if it comes down to we're paying the mortgage or I'm buying toys, I'm not buying fucking toys. Yeah. I, it just appeared point blank. <clears throat> I guess for the for the sake of his. For for the sake, I I I'm with you. I agree 100. percent That is the right answer, Chris. Um, but for the sake of his question, if if it was a gradual thing, and at first you could make ends meet as long as you let go of the cystic lesions collection, you know, you couldn't continue that for a bit, or you know, what I mean, what or hot toys or. Um, well, I'd probably say the hot toys just because it's the biggest expense. Gotcha. You know, for me, that's what it would be, I guess. And then you'd play, um, and then big, you'd play the field in regards to income, as far as just get the big bank first, and hopefully, when that's gone, the little bank will have raised in a little bit of value. Uh, maybe, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, what about you, Joe? I mean, we, with regards of not spending money, that's not hard for me. Like I've done it on and off. Like I haven't spent that much. Like I can easily just stop spending any money, uh, frivolous, like any extraneous money, other than food. But if it comes down to like quarantine for the foreseeable future and just losing income, and I mean, honestly, I'd look around to see the um, instead of like looking to sell my stuff, because like I would think people aren't really buying stuff anyway. Um, I, I would just take a look at the state of the world, really, because when when things get bad enough, like I'm a pessimist. When things get bad enough, people are just gonna be robbing people, because like it's so that's what I'm gonna I'm gonna be worried about doing or having been done to me because like at my uh one of my pharmacies like uh the, the, we have a bunch of new security measures because like eight different pharmacies was robbed in our area in the last couple of weeks wow so like i just prepare for that and said i'm like well it, no one's making money so i guess i have to fucking go get food somehow <laughs> yeah so uh i think the what i would let Go, I'm, I guess, would be the more difficult I thought it would be to acquire it in the future would be the collection that I would discontinue last. You know, uh, you know, and dude, my mind is like, if, if this shit happened and I had to sell shit, I'm done. I'm, I, whatever is gone is gone. I'm not trying to ever chase that shit down again because in reality, I'm probably going to be more interested in finding something to fucking eat. Right. Uh, you know. But I, I, I see what you mean. Yeah, I, I, I'm just trying to answer the question with fun because I don't think he wants a fucking to do like, oh, dude, I'll just get rid of it and then hang. I'd eat my, I told you I eat my kids first, and then <laughs> after I ate my kids, and I would, uh, I, I think I would leave my life and my wife's life up to one final game of risk, and whoever won the <laughs> game got to eat the other one. Um. But like I think I would just like like you know like ha- like Marvel Legends and shit like I'm gonna be able to get those with minimal overpay in the future so like I would let that shit go and then Black Series the same thing and find them at a dirt store say what yeah yeah exactly any, any dirty mattress sale you're gonna right, go. right 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 exactly and then um and then as far as selling stuff off. I probably, much like Chris, I would start with biggest bang for my buck. Like I would try to get big cash quick so that I could sell the least and make the most to sustain would be my, yeah. I think, my yeah. approach. It, that would make sense. But like, 
I feel like a lot of other than the big stuff, it, the things are worthless anyway. Am I really gonna try and sell whatever action figures I have? Like in the long run, like I don't like you. You make what a, a dollar of a figure? Like I, I would still have to sell my statues, obviously, and and I would get a decent chunk of change. And I would never try and get them back, like Chris said. But you know that that's the only thing that I think have value because like what whether you're willing to let something go or not. You know, it, what about that figure that you bought from Japan? That's like a, just a figure, but it has like a big value. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, but that's not that's not the norm. That's, no, it's not the norm. But but like there are, I feel like every collection has that piece. You know, not not maybe yeah, that extreme, but yeah, because like I love anyone's collection. I I imagine most of us like value wise is is like really one sided. Like we have you know a, a group of things that are worth a lot, and then a lot of shit doesn't worth anything. Correct. Yeah, for sure. And then I just die with the Darth Vader cookie jar <laughs> because nobody would buy it. Um, <clears throat> all right, let's see if we can get one more in. Uh, let's see here. Uh, that one's a little heavy. Uh, <laughs> the show is heavy. Well, no, it's not a heavy question. It's actually oh, Chris is back. Uh, you know, let's just call it there because Chris is having some technical difficulties as well. Yeah, I'm sorry, guys. Yeah, no, 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 no worries, here. no worries. You, you, you need to hardwire your shit into your router too, like I did. So I think nope. it's a, it, we got this storm that's been hovering around and some winds and stuff, and I think that's probably what it is. And we've we've capped the two hour mark, so I think we'll let it go there. Um, oh, yeah, it's pretty long actually compared to the last few shows. I've been doing like hour and a half shows. Yeah, well, I think last week we did two hours, but yeah, I think the two before that have been hour. You know, because like there's not as much diversion when you're on the fucking phone you know which is a bummer because the diversion usually i feel like it's like some of our most entertaining stuff except but, when i just talk about minimum wage for half an hour for no reason <laughs> yeah um you know but some every now and then it's every now honestly and then. Hey, to everyone listening i'm sorry i don't know i just fucking went the fuck off for no reason <laughs> yeah and i think i mean like i think that when it comes to discussion like that like like i said like my, my feet aren't planted firmly in the ground on that you know but i mm-hmm. i i like having those types of conversations every once in a while because I like my point of view being challenged, you know, and figuring out what my point of view even is, mm-hmm. you know. So, uh, you know, I, I, I don't necessarily need to have it embark down that path every episode, but I don't think it's a big deal to go down that road every once in a while into something. Yeah, I, well, it's, yeah and we have had, like, serious or, you know, t- this type of conversation before. Like, I just feel like now, like, and this and this and these times people are turning on to like relax and have fun and have an easy listen. <laughs> yeah. but I think that at the end of the day, everybody, at least on this podcast, uh, it, it, the goal is to find fairness, yes. right? But, but the question of what is fair is where it gets murky. Yes. Um, shout out to the rest of the cool table, Shattercast Uncut, Enter the Realm, uh, Toy Detox, Stasis Lock, Breaking the Mold, building up to it, fresh communications and uh, verbally challenged and shout out to the rest of the nerd race team. Raul on Instagram, Phil doing Twitter and on our notes, uh, Dante, the destroyer on Facebook and Manny behind the scenes. And then of course, Gort, Andy and um, Esteban with the force sensitive and force Friday stuff. And Esteban reached out to me too. and was like, man, I want to, I want to help with the force Friday stuff too. So that's, uh, that's cool. This last one I did ended up getting a little bit of uh, like, like some really, high praise the um arrogance of the jedi it's uh yeah, yeah like uh it's it, it's one of the more well-received ones like which is nice um and that's it i think 
Yeah, with that, flap labius. Tasty taint. Tight dick player. <laughs>